You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 29 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike, and we got the sexiest man in podcasting sitting right next to me, Shane Diablo. What's up, my man? Hi, baby angel. Baby, baby oh, angel. Dude, it's Look so- at my angel over there. Listen, I appreciate it because, you know, I need that extra help this week. Yeah. It's been a hell of a week at work. You know, we got a hell of a week looking at us in the face, and I cannot tell you how much I've been looking forward to coming over here and hanging out with you. This has been an up and a down week. It's been weird, man. All over the place. It's been weird. You know, it's been strange. It's been, it's been awesome, I guess, but, but whatever. I'm just, I'm just happy that I'm still here. I'm still kicking and, and, uh, still alive. Isn't that that wonderful when you wake up in the morning and you're still alive? (laughs) And we're like, what a wonderful day today. And you're like, now what the fuck am I going to do with my day? (laughs) I got to go to work. This sucks, boss. All right. What? Is happening with you, Lady Angel of the Night. Dude, I'll tell you what's happening with me. Not a hell of a lot. A lot of stuff's going on. We just happen to be in a, in a kind of a weird work week, but I'll tell you what. I'm stoked to be here. Like I said, um, let's talk about a couple things before we get going. Why don't okay. We? First okay. of all, I want to be the first to officially announce uh-huh. on the Corpse Cast that Die Monster Die made their Kickstarter goal and the album October 7th, 17th? 21st. 21st, 1976 is going to be a reality, folks. It's in the bag. You made it happen, people. You did it, you did it, you did it, you did it, you did it in a minute. Oh, dude. dude. Yeah, it happened. Do you know how I found out about it? No. Yes, I do, but why don't you tell us? GP. <laughs> he shot me a message going, it's done. Well, good for him, because he, he, was, he was a lobbyist for you guys, man. Dude, Wolfman, yeah. Padded Room. Yep. GP, everybody was out there. Chris, everybody was out there spreading the good word and, you preaching, know. Preaching the DMD gospel, baby. Man, and I will tell you what. I was a, a baby last night. I was tearing up all over the place because, honestly, man, it, it we've been doing this almost 13 years mm-hmm. come October. Mm-hmm. And it is very, it's being so close to that goal and then seeing it go through was absolutely cool only because it's like you go we're just we're not important we're just a rock band we're a rock and roll band important dude we all love you i know ass kissing sucky sucky but i'm just saying (laughs) it's just rock and roll Mm -hmm. everybody's got their day-to-days their ups and downs their lives their i don't know how i'm gonna feed this or feed the dog or feed the kids or whatever or maybe they're doing better than others but it's cool that someone goes, I got five, I got 50, how, I got how many, how many backers did you guys have? We, we ended up with like 82. Yeah, I was going to say, under a hundred people got you, donated $6,000. But I'll tell you what, for every one of those people who donated, there's got to be a thousand people who are praising their lucky stars right now, stoked that DMD is going to come out. And- I, I would, I would just love to point out, 
I mean, a special thanks to all the podcast friends yeah. of ours. They've been doing like great stuff, man. Corey and the Electric Chair, yep. Padded Room guys have went crazy with it, dude. Well, they good. put a lot of money in. Awesome. Johnny Krug and the Kruger Nation. Yep. You know, uh, just devour the podcast. All of them out there that were j- spreading the word even on. But, dude, this could not have happened without the Corpse Cast crew. Man. The people that listen to this show, it would not have happened if it wasn't for all of those people. So why don't you go ahead and give yourselves all a pat on the back, baby? Absolutely. Because you know what? One way or another, I will thank each and every one of you. You know, it's funny as I was listening to uh, uh, Shadow Windhawk. Man, I... I always forget his full name because I always think of him as Noah. <laughs> but just uh, call him Windhawk. A uh, Windhawk. Okay. He likes to add in the shadow. I think. Okay, so Windhawk. So so I'm listening to Windhawk on uh, Corey's show, the Electric Chair today. Right. And uh, he was man, it, he's he's on fire, man. I mean, he's ready for a world tour. He, you know, all this stuff. And listen, yeah. you know what? Maybe that's just what you guys needed, man. Maybe yeah. maybe that's what you needed. Well, you know, somebody, say, some some young blood to come in, someone who has energy and and drive and fire to come in and kick your hey, old hey. asses into gear. You know, we all need that. We need a shot. I of totally ginseng. agree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, especially. everybody needs a shot of ginseng without from time a doubt. To time, but, without a doubt, you know, we take it baby steps. Yep. You know, we've been doing it a long time. We've been on the road. Yep. We've seen the nightmares. I've been broke down six days in a van (laughs) with nasty guys and going, (laughs) how the hell are we getting home? Dude. So we take it baby step, but what is happening now is every single person that donated to this thing is Uh getting a digital copy of the album. And as they donate and they go, okay, 25 bucks, or everyone will be on the... Every single person that donated will have their name on the vinyl. Thank you very much, too. You know, that's awesome. And, uh, those up there will be, you know, will get signed copies to them. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are, that paid the two or 100 or $200 mm-hmm. are going to actually be on the artwork of the album. Oh, make me happy. So that's awesome. It's, it's very rewarding. Well, it's very cool because, you know, you just, you do this for so long and you're like, why the hell do we keep doing this? Well, Other than it's fun to rock and get drunk and party <laughs> and spit blood on everybody. So congrats to you and Zero and Ruben, uh, Sticky Nicks. Sticky, God. the stick stick. I love Mr. Ruben. I know. I he's such so, a big so guy. He got out of surgery and yeah. all that. Krug in surgery. I'll everybody. You, everybody's in surgery, man. What, what's up with that? Listen, I, mi- I missed him at uh, at Iron Maiden, but then again, Brian Tow Truck was, was a hell of a lot of fun to come. Right. You know, the thing is, is... Man, and also congrats to Shadow. Listen, you guys, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to kiss your ass, but you guys are awesome. I don't know how you guys aren't millionaires. Well, um, I don't know either. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I would like a Grammy. Sure. But no, I was absolutely. thinking, I was thinking this last night when I was like a bundle of tears going, I can't believe that we actually did this. Uh huh. Was thinking, you know what? This is better than a Grammy. Although, I would like to try what, I would like to see what a <laughs> Grammy feels like. Dude, and by the way, one thing too, Shadow was talking, do I call him Windhawk or Shadow? You can call him whatever you want. So Noah was talking about uh, uh, going down to Tucson or something and playing in a big old festival where Sid Haig's going to be at and stuff like right. that. I want to hitch a ride with you guys, man. I want to head down there. Hey, you're in there. Hey, tell you what. I'll drive the minivan. We'll lumber your throw, big old bone. Throw, throw the shit in the back of the minivan. Get, We're gone. We're gone, baby. Dude, get tow truck to drive? <laughs> we could stop at every little bar all the way there. <laughs> Oh, poor tow truck. We love it. Do you know what I heard? I mean, to change the subject, okay. we're changing it now. Okay. okay. Thank you, everybody that donated. Awesome. I heard a little rumor. Okay. 
that they are possibly, and I don't know if this is true or not, okay. going to do the Dark Tower series movies from Stephen really? King. Really? Won't that be like a huge endeavor? What is the dude's name that was in 300 and in uh, A Beautiful Mind? and three? I didn't see 300. Well, I did see 300. You know, uh, Gladiator. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Gladiator. Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe yeah. as mm-hmm. the gunslinger. Oh, okay, cool, I guess. Padded Room was talking about it, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, and cool. it's looking like it. Yeah, I don't know what to think about Russell Crowe. Yeah, I'm not but- a big Russell Crowe fan, but I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm always up for, uh, you know, another awesome. The Dark Huge Tower, seven, yeah. seven books. Yeah, that's amazing. That'll be awesome. Uh, we'll see what happens, <laughs> but I'm stoked if it happens. I, I pictured Clint Eastwood. As the gunslinger. You know what? I'll tell you what. If, if, if they made this like probably 20, 30 years ago, would have been Clint Eastwood. He, I mean, uh, but I'll tell you, yeah, he was, he was the perfect. He would have been the (laughs) perfect. Yeah, you're talking old Grand Torino, uh, Clint Eastwood, but dude, so, um, I just want to let something, something, uh, I want to pass something by the, uh, the listeners. okay? Okay. Well, you know how last week we talked about how we are going to make the question of the episode be more topical, a question that has to do with uh, the movie that we're talking about for, you know, per episode. So right. what we're going to do is is uh, we, we thought about it because, I mean, last week's was kind of a spoiler. This week's isn't really a spoiler, but last week's was a spoiler. And so what we thought in order to just to kind of make a rule so we avoid any spoiler stuff like that, uh, we're thinking about doing voicemails after the movie review. Right. You know, just to change up the flow a little bit. And uh, this is going to be the first test. Basically, if it works out, great. If you guys don't like it as much, let us know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, you know, we're, we're always open. This is, I mean, it's an easy thing to do. We love everybody that calls in oh. with any kind of comments Absolutely. Or, or, you know, any info you want. I love it. I love it too. So, but I, I kind of like that idea. So, yeah, I mean, I figure, I mean, I figure if we're, that way we can talk about the movie, we can avoid all the spoilers, stuff like that, whatever. So, that means that we're going to directly get into talking about the album of the episode. Yes. You know, we haven't even mentioned what we're going to be talking about today on episode 29. Murder Dolls Beyond the Valley of the Murder Dolls? Hey, oh, okay. All right. Hey, awesome. See that? So, you know, that's cool because that's a, that's a, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just forgot his name, but that's a, that's a riff on an old, uh, on an old movie that was, oh yeah. And also, awesome the Valley of the Shadow of the Dolls, or by the, uh, the, beyond the, the, val- beyond the Valley of the Dolls. But I can't, I can't, uh, his, uh, his name just kind of popped out of my mind. Everyone's right now screaming. G. George. Yeah, it's G George. And uh, but G George. But uh, I'll tell you what, that guy loved his big titties, so we're yeah, gonna, we're going to go ahead and uh titties and, and whips. Who doesn't, really? I know. Really? I don't really I like whips as long as I'm the one with the whip. I don't really like to get whipped. Is that I weird? Mind, I don't mind getting whipped. I'm listen, I'm too delicate. I like to know that they know when enough is enough, though. The problem is, is the safe word. After one whip, I'm like screaming the safe word. I'm like, bananas! Bananas for hell! Smacking bananas over here! I said it! <laughs> so, uh, why don't we do this? Uh, do you have anything else to say or do you want to get right into it? Uh, that's all I got to say. Thank you. Everybody. Oh, That's awesome. I'm stoked. And I'm not a member of the band, but I, I love all you guys. You're and, close enough. Well, you know. And we always, you know, the DMD always say, you're not fans, you're friends and family. And that, yeah. And that's the fact. That is truth. That makes me cry. Sure. I feel uncomfortable when people say I'm a fan. No, right. you're friends and you're family. And that's all there is to it. You're here. So why don't that's we do it. this? Why don't we play one minute of the murder dolls and uh, come right back to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Right, 
Hey, kids, listen up. You just heard Mike's minute that's not really a minute. It's not at all. It's way more than a minute, baby. You couldn't have twisted that down to one minute? Well, listen, I got to get all the good twisted parts. Twisted sister. I got to twist, twist my twist sister. Twist my sister. Okay? All right. All right. I, I try my hardest. Okay. Murderdollsband.com is where you find the band. All right. Murder Dolls. Sweet action. Beyond the Valley of the Murder Dolls is the album we're talking about. It clocks in at 46 minutes, 31 seconds long. Released in 2002 on our dear Roadrunner Records. Yep. Which we, which you may have, may or may not have Listen, heard of. Listen, we love before. those guys. There, a lot of bands have come and gone from there. Typo Negative, Opeth. Yes. Was Opeth on there for a while? I think they were. I know, I don't think they are now, but I think, or maybe they are now. I don't know. But Roadrunner has been a big part of my life. 21 tracks on the album. Horror, punk, metal, alternative metal. Um, I would throw in punk with a squirt of goth. Okay. On that. Yeah, and you know, the, the, the band has a, a specific look and, and whatnot. And these guys, right dude, these, these guys, if you're taking a look at them, these guys know all about venereal disease. <laughs> They've all had dick burn at one time or another. I swear to God, looking at every one of them. Oh, yeah. And you're just, what I would say to you, murder, murder dolls. Yeah. You're just not picking your dates. Okay, listen. Or they you're not, or you're not wrapping it up. Wrap it up, guys. Mr. Wednesday 13 and, uh, and, uh, Joy Jordan. Because thing. it kind of, it's got that little bit of sleaze. Right. Oh, absolutely. But not in, not, not like in a good sleaze. Like Guns N' Roses had that sleaze or look. Or 69 to them. Eyes before they went goth. Yeah. They had that sleaze rock look. Yeah, yeah. These guys yeah. are a little, they, they know what venereal disease is. Sure. Okay. You haven't lived till you have a venereal disease. I just Thank like saying I never lived. venereal disease. <laughs> burn dick. You know what it is. Dick burn. There you go. All right. This album reached 40 on the UK charts. Really? Okay. And sold over 100,000 copies. How? It went gold. How would that be? That'd be great, man. 100,000 copies. That'd be awesome. Let's talk about the members of the Murder Dolls. Let's do it. Joey Jordanson. Ever hear of him? Yeah, he was the, uh, wasn't he the drummer for Slipknot? Yeah, he plays guitar on this. Well, good. Good for him. Dude, why do you have the drummer, a badass drummer for Slipknot? Play guitar. Listen, people need to express themselves in every way they can. Uh, Slipknot was his way to express his, his drumming percussion, ability. His percussion ability. This right. was a way to do his his guitar. Okay. Right. Plus, Dave Grohl. Okay, touche, dude. I'm all not right. even gonna mess with that. All right, all right, okay, all right. Because like, like Dave Grohl goes, Dave Grohl goes from billion albums sold with yes. Nirvana to yep. millions sold with Foo Fighters. And I don't like the Foo Fighters. But whatever. I just want to go on record as saying that. Okay. I don't mind them. All right. I'm course. not. I, as Darian would say, I'm not mad at them. I mean, I, I listen to them. If they're on the radio, I go, all right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's talk about Trip Elson. Eisen. He was Eisen. Stat- he was in Static X. Static you, you X and Dope. You know what's funny is th- these guys. It seems like this band is kind of a culmination of right what was really popular right around 2000. Because I'll tell you what, you know, right around the turn of the century, whatnot. I remember when I was an angry young man, uh-huh. yeah. mowing, uh, you know, mowing the lawn and stuff like that. Right, angry you know, mowing lawns. Yeah, I was, you know, riding around on the lawnmower. Yeah, we had a. Oh. <laughs> 
We had a well, angry listen. young man riding around on the lawnmower. Listen, Jesus. we lived it. We lived it. Listen, we lived at my father-in-law's uh, one of his houses, and basically, uh, we were there was like two two freaking acres to mow. So I had so he had a riding lawnmower. But I remember throwing on the the slip, not the first couple albums, Iowa in there. I don't know if it was self-titled or whatnot. And just digging this, you know. To this day, I still love both those albums. You know, as as much as I don't know if if it's uncool now or whatever. I was a young man though. I was yeah. a young man. Well, let me tell you about my lawn. Okay, just okay. a just a postal stamp of a lawn, okay. covered in dog shit <laughs> that I had to push my lawnmower over and oh, chop no, all that no, dog shit up. No, I would not listen. pick it up. My mom would say, "Pick it up." No, I'm just gonna ride over it. Listen, with the lawnmower. Let me tell you something about now. Okay, we got a quarter acre, you know, normal house size, right. whatever. I mow my own lawn now. And my wife's dogs, I roll, I mow right over it. Yeah. Okay. Cause you know what? It's, it's her, good it's for the lawn. I don't care what anyone, <laughs> I don't care what the neighbors think because it always wafts up that filth mm, smell. Yes. It's like, it's, yes. dude, do you see how green my lawn is? It's yeah. just shut up. <laughs> get I, yourself some dogs. I can take some filth smell every once in a while for a green lawn. I get it. I get I it. That's good, dude. Eric Griffin, bass player. Um, no, he's worked with Nora Jones and the Decemberists. Really? Have you ever heard the Decemberists? No, I've, I've, I've heard I've the barely name. heard of Nora Jones. She had a hit song some years ago. Is, is she hot? Yeah, she's okay, pretty good, good looking. I think that's what I remember about her. Yeah. And, um, let's not forget the main man, Wednesday 13, guitar, vocal, and keyboards. He he is now a solo artist, Wednesday 13. Okay, all right. Um, some of his albums that are solo, you know, let's just bust into that little tip. All right, let's hear it. Bit. Let's hear it. Um, Xanextasy. Fang Bang's not bad. It's really? not a okay. bad album. Okay. And Transylvania 90210. Well, here's the thing. Before we even get started, you got to give these guys a lot of credit for being that kind of horror type of band. Sure. You know, rock, horror rock and roll, horror punk, whatever you want to call it. Every song, uh, practically every song on this was all about horror, was all about, uh, you know, just, you know, the darker side of, of whatever. And, you know, and the thing is, is uh, a lot of it was, uh, you know, they, they, they threw in a lot of, of um, I don't know, not necessarily comedy, but maybe humor, you know, just kind of a tongue in cheek. See, we type talked of thing. about tongue in cheek, and I have something to say about oh, okay. that. Okay. All right. Because, okay, King Diamond, tongue in cheek, there was none of I that. I don't think there was. Yeah, baby. There are bands that know how to put tongue in cheek into their music. Right. I have, I do not think these guys are tongue in cheek. Oh, really? I think these are, I think they're lowbrow. I mean, not to give myself away, but I just think that I, I don't think there's any tongue in cheek. Really? I think it's not smarts for oh, coming okay. up for the words. Okay. Okay. But I've got a little game for you. Can I, can I, by the way, can I, can I, uh, can I do a spoiler before we okay. get into it? Spoiler. Some of the lyrics on this album were the worst lyrics I ever heard okay. in my life. I've got a game for you to play. Uh, okay. Multiple choice. Okay. Okay. And it's going to be fun because I think you're okay. going to win. Okay. I think good. you'll win. Good, good, good. Um, dude, it's a solid band. For the most part, uh, you know, I just, I had a hard time getting through the whole thing because right. the, the grindy is one thing. Right. And, and I'm know, fine with that, lot, but there was no, do that. there, that's sure. Fine. That's fine. And, but to me, it's, it, with those lyrics started oh, to get annoying. Oh my God. When are you going? I'm gonna fucking gonna gonna kick my ass. I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna. You know, they you say know, fuck like three hundred times. They have the a album. song to say that's called "I Love to Say F." 
Yeah, you know? I love so to say fuck. It's like what? Um, and I, I, you know, I, I do enjoy some of Wednesday Thirteen's okay solo stuff. Do you? And he still got you know gripey, uh, growly voice. Do you know? Do you know he was born two days before me? Really? Yeah. He where? Was. I don't know where he was born. New or, uh, where is it? New, or, New or, North Carolina. I, I have no idea, but you could be right. But all I'm saying Our is... Our friend Dizzy Drastic jammed in a band with that guy. Really? Yeah. There you go. And I'm, you know, that's all I'm going to say. But he said he was going to call in, and apparently he didn't. Well, so I, I don't know if he did, because... Uh, no, I'm, actually, I know he didn't. <laughs> okay. That's his harm, his foul. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, you know, he, he said he had a lot of hot dirt to talk about on... On those yeah, guys. I don't know if we need hot dirt right now. Yeah, uh, as, as we're talking about it, I mean, yeah, we don't. I don't true. know if we need anything else. I, and I'm I'm with you on that. I admire Wednesday Thirteen. I like the idea with the horror. I'm surprised on Wikipedia that horror punk yeah. was like in there as a right. genre of music. Right. That kind of surprised me. I was thinking sleaze rock, squirt a punk, yeah, uh, heavy metal, yeah. You know, glam for sure. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. kind of gothic. Yep. Uh, just, you know, I, this album didn't hit me. Well, here's the thing. I started listening to this album and, you know, the, I mean, and I don't want to be a dick. I don't, I'm not, I don't see, I'm not going to try to sit here and just, you know, say that it was terrible from start to finish. There was some good stuff on it. But the problem is, is, okay. Have you ever heard of a, a little band? I don't know if you heard them called Lincoln Park. Yeah, I've okay. heard of that. They have a song that's called One Step Closer to the Edge and I'm About to Break, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You know, you know, okay. So you're listening to that song and, you know, back whenever it came out in 90, late 90s or whatever, you know, right. and you're like, yeah, you know, shut, you know, whatever. But then all of a sudden they go into that whole bridge thing where he's like, shut up, shut up. You know, he's just yelling, shut up. You yeah. Know? And then all of a sudden, every time I get to that part in the song, I'm like, what the shit is this? I think a lot of bands, they try and write music that they're like, they're thinking about the arena. Maybe. So they can go, shut up! And then I, and then yeah. when we're playing, I'm going to do the hand bounce. Like, yeah. let's pogo everybody, the whole crowd. And it's like, dude, just write a good song first. And, and, I, and I'm sitting here thinking, this song just turned from all right to totally silly the problem i the main problem i had with this album is is there was a lot of parts in this album where i was like i cannot believe they just said that first yeah. of all, there's a song i i had to take hey, a little few, might, few extra notes. There, there was a song called people hate me because i'm better than you yeah Are you it's people like hate me because like, i'm better than you like, no i don't hey, okay i guess i guess the bottom line is this they they, they seem like angry angry young men Okay. And you got to remember, this was around 2000. So maybe, I mean, the, the- and they toured with Marilyn Manson because it was like, wow, what a perfect fit. Sure. Murder dolls, now Marilyn Manson. Saying. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just, I found myself just kind of going, the songs are, I mean, it's a great group of guys that are playing the okay. instruments. Okay. Now, Wednesday 13 used to play in a band called, uh, uh, Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet Nine or some shit. Okay. And I knew a guy that was in that band with him named Abby Normal okay. that started a horror punk band Dude. called The Graveyard Boulevard. And okay. I don't know what's going on with him. Abby Normal? I mean, there's- because that, you know what movie that's from? What? Young Frankenstein. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like, who whose brain did you get? Abby, Abby Normal. Normal. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. right. There you go. I never put that together. No. There you go. Now that's, you know. That's hot. That's cool. But I mean, you know, so this is another one of those bands that branches off. Dizzy Drastic jammed in a band called The Rejected. The Rejects. 
the rejects? Was it the rejects? I thought it was the rejects. I wanted to say it was the infected. Oh, I don't know. Well, maybe you would. I guess you would know better than I would. So what? Am well, I, I don't know anything either because he didn't call in. He didn't bother to. Yeah, dude. It. What's your problem? But and he, you know, does he live around here now or what? Well, yeah, he lived. You you were hugging him at the DMD concert. Listen, I hug everybody at concerts. You gave man. him a hug and lift. I don't know if I gave him a hug and lift. I don't even know if I hugged him. But you might have straightened him out if you gave him a hug and lift. <laughs> You know what? I, I, uh, if you, if you need a little back crack, pay me a little bit. I'll give you the hug and lift. Your back will Dude, feel better. One of them big cans of beer and crunk. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're good to go. Absolutely. I, you know, it's just, this album just didn't nail it for me. This is the only thing they had. They did a reunion in like 2009. Okay. And they put out, uh, women and children last. Ooh, clever. Yeah. And, uh, I just, uh, you know, it's, it is what it is. Listen, here, here, I guess, I guess my, my last take is this, is the fact that it seems like they're angry and a lot of like young people, a lot of teenagers, stuff like that, going through that angsty type stuff, uh, would really get into this. Because, I mean, totally. But the problem is, is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, and maybe I'm not someone who should be really looking at, you know, reviewing this album because I don't, I mean, it was, it, it just seems like a bunch of angry, you know, 15 year olds and there's nothing wrong with being angry and there's nothing wrong with being 15 sure i'm just neither one of them i totally agree with that because i think that the the image would have been dude we're writing lyrics that right. that go to the mind of a 15 year old but it's like no you guys don't know how to write good lyrics and on top of that on top of that i would say that had I been there for like murder dolls, they're they're probably good for a twenty minute set where you're going, who the hell was that? Right, and then they're gone, mm-hmm. and you're and the next band's up, and you're going, oh, I, I might check them out. Sure, but I mean, like to go see murder dolls, like uh, they're headlining, right? Would be. Uh, you're looking at the clock. You're, you're, you got it. You're like, yeah, I should go to the bathroom, get a drink. I, I have to make a, a go confession, home early. though, dude. I mean, I don't, I could not get through this album five times. Oh, I could not. Do then it. I, I told you that. Uh, I told you I only made it through twice. I got, I got, I, I made it through you all held, the way. You held this uh, all the way. I did. Well, I was holding it for the show. You know, I mean, let, let's give the listeners what they. I made it through three times, but I'll tell you what. I was listening to Abigail and them, yeah, and I went, I and went conspiracy to and all that. I was rocking the King Diamond all week. I mean, maybe, maybe the the, the problem might be a, uh, okay. There's two things on here. The problem might be the fact that I was just introduced to King Diamond, and here I'm going, and you know, my mind has been blown by King Diamond. Okay, and maybe it's just not another band. There's no room for another band right now. Number one, number two. There are a lot of people uh, who really love this band. Um, people who I respect yeah. their opinion. Like, for instance, uh, Johnny Krug was telling me how yeah. how much he you know he loved this, especially this album. He loves you know a handful of songs off this album and whatnot. Right. I, you know, it, it, and there and I do have a handful of songs that I went. Oh, that's that's pretty. That's all yeah, right. Me, me too. But you know, and, and so basically, that just kind of got me thinking. You know, I mean, uh, you know, maybe it's maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. It's not, it's not the murder dolls. Maybe it's me. I'm saying it's okay. the murder dolls. Well, it is them. Okay. <laughs> because the bands that nail you in the, in the scrotum and make oh, you go, absolutely. Oh, if you listen to King Diamond and then this week we were doing Ghost, you'd be go, you'd have yeah, no you're problem right. with you're that. You're right. You're right. You know, the thing, it's the, just, the thing is, is, okay, if you were to sit here and tell me, okay, uh, Mike, 
there's a band out there. All their music is horror related. Sure. You know, they've, they've got songs called, uh, let's go over this. Oh, they do have one song I like. It's a remake of Billy Idol's White Wedding. But, um, they have, uh, oh, uh, she was a teenage zombie, Grave Robin USA, Die My Bride. Dude, you know? you're picking all and, mine. And, I, and I'm sitting there going, you know what? This band sounds like something, you know, that I need to check out. And then I look at a picture. I'm like, oh man, those guys, they obviously look like they're into creepy shit. Yeah. You know, you know, and so basically the idea of the murder dolls to me was better than, uh, how do I, I guess then the implementation of it. I mean, the, the music, sure. worked, the music, all of the music, it wasn't bad. I mean, it, it was, it, there was no, there was nothing that really blew me away. But the thing is, is the music wasn't bad. It wasn't, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't like the, the king and, you know, I mean, it, it was fairly simplistic and whatnot, you know, but, but it's, it, that's okay. And the voice was fine. Those lyrics, oh, dude, just kind the lyrics of can drag you right out. Oh of something. my gosh! You know, you know, it's funny too. Is uh, I, I took a little snippet from uh, the wiki uh, on this and said, in total, twelve tracks were previously recorded by Wednesday Thirteen's band, the one that you mentioned, uh, Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet Thirteen, and one from an earlier band called Maniac Spider Trash. Um, you know, and they changed out some lyrics and stuff like that for the, for the murder dolls and whatnot. So basically, Wednesday 13 wrote most of these tracks, and, you know, and from, you know, and they were all, they, they were, they came kind of from, you know, uh, uh, other projects of his and, and whatnot. So, you know, that's fine. And the thing is, is to me, it kind of makes sense that these, I mean, and the album came out in 2000, but I mean, right around there with the whole new metal thing, People were pretty accepting of stuff that wasn't that sure, great. Sure, yeah. And, 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 and people were, you know, we have post nineties, you know, where, where it's like everybody's angry and everybody's, you know, shut up when I'm talking to you type yeah. thing. You know, to me, now, I'll tell you what though, like I said, man, mowing the lawn in the year 2000, stuff like that, man, I was angry. I was like, it, you know, it, you know, people equal shit, you know, stuff, you know, for, Ooh. for, for, you know, the, 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 the slipknot, whatever. Sure. But now it's 2012. I'm an old man, okay, yeah. and this just doesn't, uh, it doesn't really hit me because I mean bands like Opeth and bands like The King, you know, where where they really put everything into their music, right? Where they, you know, and, and you know they, in you know their 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 instrumentation, their stuff like that. I haven't listened to Slipknot in a long time, but I also realized that it was it it served its purpose for me very well back when I needed them, back when sure. I needed a band that, like that. That sounds good. I, that sounds like though, sweet lip service. Uh, true. Well, and I th- and I here, here's what I'm saying. I think that though, if there's a 2000, the year 2000, Mike, you know what? Which I'm 23 or 22 or something like that. I don't know. But year 2000, Mike's listening to this, or even 98 and 99, he's listening to this, and he likes it a lot better than 2012, Mike, who who, who you know has a so you're split. Awesome. No, no personality. Yet. Well, not well. Don't you know? I'm a two thousand Mike. <laughs> Maybe I'll tell you what though. There, I mean, but the thing is, is people. I mean, I don't feel like I've grown up. I, uh, exactly. I mean, I don't. It's not that I don't like the heavy metal now, and it's not like I don't like that stuff. But the thing is, is in order to cope with life, I'm I I. I've, I've learned to not let things affect me. Hey, it you is know? hard to put yourself in that 2000 it is. and 2012 because I know 2012 Mike will stand right next to a 15 year old in the same t-shirt. Absolutely. At a, uh, uh, Opeth concert. No, and you're right, but. And go. But. You know, 
lift and hug, you'll probably be holding him on your shoulders <laughs> going, you got to get up there. And But you got to realize something. The 2000 Mike was angrier at the world. He 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 allowed. What was the '80s Mike to him? Because eighties Mike was like panic. Eighties Mike was like in, in '90. I turned fourteen. Oh. Like so, it's like eighties yeah. Mike was a. Uh, uh, it was like Stand by Me. That was my life. Yeah. You know, I was a little kid. You know, whatever. But the thing is, is what basically what I'm saying is, two thousand Mike was like angry at the world. Still, he he hadn't like kind of realized that you know what you can't let this affect you. There are more important things in life because you know what. Back then, thing, you know, angry things meant so much, and they were so, you know, they weighed so much on me. Now, yeah, when you know, you're now young I grew and you're, up, yeah. you're like, man, the, the, the world's going to collapse on me because exactly. I can't go out to the party and it, try yeah, and put every, my finger in this girl. <laughs> Dude. You're exactly right. Yeah. And so now me and they're, and they're sitting there telling me everybody hates you because they're you're better than us. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't hate think, me because I'm better. Than I don't you. think you. Uh, one of my one of my favorite lyrics was old McDonald had a farm. E.I.E.I. Oh, my G. OK, it's like, OK, you, like, are you, you, you might you might do good in my game that I've got. It's like, are you serious? Tell okay. me. Tell me your. Tell me your favorite tunes on the album okay. if you have any. I do, I do. First of all, White Wedding, their remake of White Wedding was excellent, but uh, I have to credit that to Billy Idol because sure. Billy Idol's a freaking man, and that's the best version ever. So eat it. <laughs> yeah, I okay, all right. Uh, didn't dope? Uh, didn't dope do a, a Blue Monday or something? I really like that one too because one of the I guys. Don't know. Yeah, I, they I did. Never got dope did dope. Blue Monday. The only the only dope song I ever heard was Blue Monday. Was was that remake? And I can see there. How does it feel? You know, oh, their whole I did video, hear that. Their whole video and stuff. And it's oh, like, I know. think that was Orgy. Oh, yeah. Orgy was the one. You're that. right. You know what? I take, you're right. You're absolutely yep. right. My bad. My bad. So I guess I don't know anything about So that. I'm even gayer than you because <laughs> I called you out on a dope and said, oh, it was Orgy, dude. <laughs> All right, so, you're right. No, so you're, I'm you're even right. more you're, horrible you're, than you. You're right. Okay. Um, my favorite songs. Um, oh man, uh, I did like Slip My Wrist, I did like, uh, uh, She Was a Teenage Zombie, Die My Bride, Grave Robbing USA, and I like that too, because there was a little part before it and after it, where there was a bunch of drunken assholes going, you know, going out and, and, and get and, her first, yeah, and just be, I mean, it was kind of a, and that's what I'm talking tongue in cheek, I mean, it was kind of funny. See, you know, the tongue in cheek came in in those little bits they did before that song. Agreed, agreed. The lyric writing was, I don't have any funny bits to do. Well, so I'm gonna go e i e i o, Jimmy Crack Corn, and I don't give a fuck. Exactly. There was there was one part where um, oh, what was it? He rhymed uh, face with leather face with leather face with face. So he basically rhymed face. You might do with good face. in my, in it's my like, game. What the shit? Okay, all you right. may have studied harder than you really know. Uh, I listen. I I listened to it all the way through four times. I could not do the fifth time because uh, uh, conspiracy. Let me really tell funny. you my little tunes that I thought were great, okay, which are see. exactly the same as you. Okay, die my bride, grave robin USA. Let's mm-hmm. go to war. I like that song. Okay. All right. Uh, the oh, lyrics, lyrics are horrible. Kill Miss America was okay too. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And she was a teenage zombie. I like that one. I yeah. like that one. Okay. That's all I've got to say. What are you giving it? Don't bother. I mean, I, I, I hate to say it. Listen, let me let me tell you something. I I am interested in based on a Wednesday 13's obvious uh uh in, in interest in horror and in that kind of scene, whatever. I, I'm willing to check some of that stuff out. Look, Wednesday 13 has a fan 
fantastic song, solo song called Haunt Me. Okay. I think it's on Fang Bang. Fantastic. I'll have to check it out. It was just this album that did not do it for me. So basically I'm saying don't bother with this. However, like I said, they, they seem to be committed to horror. So I'm going to give him another, I'm going to give him a chance with some other stuff. You know, maybe he's grown up since two. I'm going to break through to those people that you were trying to reach and going, Hey, the 15ers. Yeah. They're, they're going to enjoy this. I, I totally agree with you and because they're angry. The olders might not. And I'm an old man. So take that for what you will. I'm going to say Spotify this. Okay. Okay. Because it's on there and you can listen to it and you can go, well, maybe I'll buy it. Maybe I won't. Maybe now, how, I'll how familiar, familiar are you with their 2009 album, Women and Children First? Or I'm not. Or I think it's more of a live type of situation oh, where they, okay. you know, they, they're like, oh, we're going to do a reunion, which I call bullshit on reunions. Okay. You can't do a, you know, 2002 right. or 2003, the band breaks up. Dude, 20 years. I want reunion after 20 years. Like the Stones with or, yeah. or something like that. Sure, but they never broke up. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay? Right. I just, that's what I'm talking. Reunion, don't give me no I'm two curious. years and then If they made, reunion. if they Horse made a whole brand bananas. new album. Okay, Horse Bananas. If they made a brand new album, I'd be interested in hearing that because it's like, like I said, Wednesday 13 is two days older than me. And he's probably gone through a lot of the same. Well, maybe, you know, obviously he's. Right. He's, you guys are in the same mental it, boat. And that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, obviously we've had different. Riding lawn mowers and Everything. I bet you know. I bet if he's ever mowed a lawn, it was a riding lawnmower dude, since 2000. If if he grew up in Farmington with you, <laughs> oh yeah, dude, you'd be all on his nut right now, dude. I'd be like, be like let me tell you something about Wednesday 13. I uh, I grew up <laughs> six houses down from him, and he's like the greatest <laughs> thing to ever hit. Every he's the greatest guy <laughs> ever. And uh, well, so what I'm saying is, I'm I'm curious to see how his lyrical his lyrical writing ability is now. I I okay. I'm gonna say it's a little bit better. Okay. I, you know, I would assume it is. I'm not a connoisseur Plus, of Wednesday 13 stuff, <laughs> but everything that I've listened to, I've enjoyed, but the lyrical content is not. Right. You know, it's not, come on. He was the guitar player, the keyboard player, right. the songwriter, the vocalist. Well, he, he's so. obviously a talented guy. I mean, cause he's done so much and he's been involved in this industry for how long, you know, so he's obviously a talented guy. And, and I, and I even include a lot of these other guys. Like, I mean, I was listening to Static X. I was listening to, uh, uh, Slipknot. Yeah, I liked you know? a couple Static X yeah. songs. Listen, when Static X came out, their first couple albums, and then let me, t- okay, I, I got another. Hairdo. He had like the, yeah, the, the kid and play hairdo yes. and shit. Let, let me, I got a confession to make, okay? There was a little movie that came out, uh, probably, I, I don't know the exact year, but it, um, it was basically, it, okay, I'm just gonna let it go. It's called Queen of the Damned. Okay. okay yeah. Now, I really like that With movie. Aaliyah. And everybody hates that movie. Was it Aaliyah? Okay. She yeah, was, Aaliyah, she, was she getting, died in the plane crash. She did. Now, the thing is, is the soundtrack on that has the guy from Lincoln Park, has the guy from Disturbed. Sure. Has a song by, uh, Static X. Cold was so cold. Oh, we are. Dude, you know, he's oh, got cool. his fist up, oh, yeah, man. He, you like that? I, you know, and I sure. and I still listen to that album now. I'll tell you what, I have a hard time going back and listening to like a Disturbed album. Except Disturbed yeah. has one great song. It was Ooh. it was a re- no no please please stop that right now. I'm talking about the remake of Land of Confusion from Genesis. Oh yeah, that was uh, all right. I love the I I love their version of it. But yeah, the, all the, all those new band, those new metal bands, they just <laughs> for some reason I cannot go back and listen to them except 
for this biscuit. Queen of the Damned, oh. Queen of the Damned uh, album. Yeah. You know, I, I, there might be some biscuit on there. So Zach's all stoked about that shit. Yeah. He's, he's probably he's never going to call in again. So fuck him. Yeah, he's probably like, oh, dude, Corn's the greatest band, and you know, blah blah blah. You know, whatever. Who cares? Great. I, you know, I'm done. I'm done with it. Are you done with it? With Murder Dolls? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've said what I got to say. So let's do your little game. All right. I've got a game for you to play. Okay. And it's called. Fun times with murder doll lyrics. Okay, okay. All okay. right. Now I I'm gonna ask you to refrain because it's multiple choice. Okay, okay. Because okay. I I didn't want to just leave you hanging okay. and make you go oh, shit. I don't know what's on <laughs> okay, okay. So it will be a multiple choice. Okay. Hey Frankenstein, what's on your mind? Hey Dracula, I heard you suck. Oh yeah. Hey Norman Bates, what are, are your rates? rates? <laughs> hey Leatherface. Remove me. Remove my face. <laughs> All right. Is that A, slit my wrist, B, die my bride, or C, dead in Hollywood? B, die my bride. Ding, 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 yeah, ding, baby. ding. <laughs> All right. Okay. I've only got four of these. So. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Old McDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I. Oh, my God. Thou shalt not take no more lip. And I'll split my motherfucking sister on your lip. Oh, man. I, I'm not sure, but was that twist my sister? Is it A, oh, sorry, sorry, twist sorry, sorry. my sister, yeah. B, dress to depress, or C, let's fuck? I'm going with A. Dude, you're nailing this. <laughs> you're, you're, you're two for two. Two, two for two, two for baby. Two. All right, sweet. All right, number three. I love to say fuck <laughs> when I'm driving in my car. <clears throat> fuck when I'm walking in the fucking park. <laughs> fuck you if you don't like what I say. I love to say fuck every fucking day. Is it A, kill Miss America, <laughs> B, let's fuck, uh -huh. or C, I love to say fuck? C. Ding, 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 yes. ding, 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 ding. I'm doing now, good. Here's the clencher, dude. Okay, all now, right. you're three for three, okay, dude. Okay, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. This is it. This is it. Number okay. four. All right. I don't want to meet your mom and dad unless I can fuck your mom and dress your dad in drag. Ooh. Bitch slap, you slut, and I don't care. And when I'm done, I'll kick your fucking ass down the stairs. Is that A, welcome to the strange, B, I take drugs, or C, let's fuck? Mm, what was it again? A was what? Do you need me to repeat that? Because I'd love to. No, just re just, okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay good. I don't want to meet your mom and dad unless I can fuck your mom and dress your dad in drag. Bitch, slap you slut, and I don't care. And when I'm done, I'll kick your fucking ass down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Is that a welcome to the strange? B I take drugs, or C let's fuck. I'm gonna go with B. Is that right? Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Dude, you're four for four. Four for four, man. I you love this band. So so, no, so nobody can say I didn't do my homework, okay? Nobody can say that I didn't give it a chance because I got all four of those right. True. So Absolutely there, So there true. you go. I feel a little bit better about it all. <laughs> That's got to be the most fucks we've ever said in a podcast. Yeah. Well, you said. We're, we're, we're creeping up on... <laughs> On creepy kitsch Ooh, with the fox. That's a that's a 
That's a challenge. I mean, that's, no, we don't that, want to challenge that, anyone. I'm just saying, saying wow. <laughs> only Murder Dolls brings out that many fucks it's in sure. a fucking okay. podcast. Awesome. If you fucking get my fucking meaning, <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's all I've got for the game. Yep, and cool. uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I would skip this. I'm going to check out some of his other stuff. Give him a chance, you know. But I mean, what, he doesn't care what I think. But still, whatever. Sure. Whatever. Awesome. <laughs> but. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so let's do this. Uh, let's go ahead and play a trailer for 2011's The Devil's Rock. Ooh, and nice. Come right back to talk about it. You're safe now. I can take it from here. Ben. Jesus. Jesus. Come on, bitch. We leave now. We're back, and you just heard the uh, trailer to The Devil's Rock. Uh, came out in 2001. Um, by the way, I'm really happy that we did The Devil's Rock, right? You know, for this episode. Yes. Because now I know the whole origin of the Die Monster Die song, One Night at Devil's Rock. Well, oh, I wasn't even going to do that. Because when I saw Devil's Rock, yeah. now you're making me go, One Night at Devil's Rock. Rock. Dude, it's a beautiful song. Oh, Listen, beautiful. That, that song has been um, in the top. Well, listen. It's Cheer. been it's been described as the greatest Misfits song never recorded by the Misfits. Really? Yeah. Where did you hear that? By Steve over at the Bone Bat Show, man. It. Uh, wow, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So people, people, Shane. You know what the thing is? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead Devil's and stop fuck. real quick before before we get into this. Oh thing. God. Uh, Shane, Shane. People like you, man. You just have to accept. People it. like me. You just have to accept it, okay? okay? People like you. They think what you do is great, okay? Okay. All right. Going to be talking about, uh, like I said, The Devil's Rock. Uh, this is actually a New Zealand uh, a movie from New Zealand. Uh, IMDb gave it a 5.2. Uh, this is actually in English. Thankfully, it was, uh, you know, it was an English movie. However, yeah. uh, the Kiwis have a, quite a different accent than, uh, than I do. Yeah. And it was a little bit tough to uh to understand what they got what they what they were saying the whole time. Sure, yeah. But I'll tell yeah, you what, I listen. I actually turned on the subtitles and made it through and there we go. 
Oh, you turned the subtitles on? Well, I didn't do that. Well, I'll tell you what. I turned the subtitles on because some of the uh, some of the words they were saying I couldn't quite understand, and I wanted to make sure I knew how to spell stuff. I went bareback. Well, it made me want to Google stuff. This movie made me want to Google stuff. Ooh. Okay. All right, and we'll get into Bring that. Bring that up. All right. So uh, it was directed by Paul Campione. Uh, he is, uh, he's only directed three movies. Um, all of, all but this one is a short. Um, he, however, he has been, he, he's actually a visual artist, uh, with credits to his name on movies like Hugo, 30 Days of Night, The Fantastic Four, Lord of the Rings, Prince Caspian, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it was written by Paul Finch. Uh, Paul Campion again and Brett Ihaka. And you know what? It's funny because, um, the other writers didn't really have a lot of other stuff on their resume, which was, you know, which was, uh, a little bit shocking to me because of the quality of this movie. Yeah. But, absolutely. But whatever. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll keep moving. Uh, this starred Craig Hall as, uh, Captain Ben Grogan. Matthew Sunderland is Colonel Klaus Meyer. One of my, uh, he played one of my, uh, AKA Fritz. Fritz. Yeah. Well, I think Fritz is like, uh, is a derogatory term for Germans because it's like, hey, Fritz. That's the only time he calls him that in in the entire movie is, fuck you, Fritz. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, and it also starred Gina Varela as Helena. Yeah. And Carlos Drinkwater as Sergeant Joe Tane. Basically, this takes place in 1944, a day before D-Day. We all know what D-Day is. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of Kiwi, uh, like I said, guys from New Zealand, commandos. Uh, they're, it's funny because they're basically canoeing their way through the Channel Islands, trying to make their way to uh, like a gun, strong, uh, like a stronghold or like a weapon stronghold or whatever. Yeah, they're like, they're out to do something. And they're out to blow it up. They're out to take it out. And you know but what? not the whole thing. Well, here, just... But, Take something out. Basically, what they're trying to do is, since D-Day's the next day, they're trying to create kind of a distraction. You know, say, oh, look at these people are over here. You know, you know. In Sachtenheinsen. Exactly. Those are my, those are my kin's people. I know. The Germans. We, yeah, we don't talk about uh, the years 1942 to 1945 much. Okay. 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 Thank you. We have a rich history, sir. Okay. Oh, I know, get I know. Our, get off our backs. I know you people. <laughs> All right. So, uh, basically we got a couple of guys. Like I said, we have a uh, Captain Bren, Ben Grogan and Sergeant Joe Tane. Um, you know, they're, they're going out to take out this place and, uh, they're moving into the stronghold. It's funny because they show up on this island. Uh, you know, it, it, first of all, the place where they're filming is gorgeous. I mean, it's this wonderful island. You know, they're, they're going through this whole, uh, you know, the whole beach thing and they're going through and they're, you know, kind of checking for first mines on the First thing that I noticed mm-hmm. is when they're crawling up, they're getting yeah. out of the water. That's like really kind of hit a bone with, have you ever oh, seen yeah. Omaha beach? Yes. You know, that yeah. whole crawl and yeah, then with the beach and with the, barbed wire that Absolutely. was dangling it was yep. like that's sweet the thing that kind of threw me for a loop is uh-huh. did you notice how square that building was well, that that rock or whatever do, it was. do you know it was that building like, was actually um it, it was it was it was uh Computer generated, sure. but the the you know the exterior of that building, but it was actually based on a German stronghold that looked just like that. I went, that's beautiful. I went to the wiki where I get all my information, uh-huh. and basically I went through, I looked at it, um, you know, looked at where it was, you know, what what it was based on, everything. It, it, they did a great job with this man. Yeah, and it's it looked funny because great. it 
well, and we'll talk about budgetary stuff in a minute. But sure. the thing is, is I was actually really impressed with the look and feel of this movie from the beginning because they go up. Here's the stronghold. You know, first of all, the cinematography is great. The landscape yes, is yep. beautiful. They get up to the stronghold. And it's it completely believable type of, and, and we'll get into what was in there and whatnot, but anyway. Anyhow, so basically, these two guys are going up, they set their charges, they're going to blow the shit out of this place. Right. Okay, but right as they're about to do that, they hear a woman Scream. screaming. Yep. And, and, uh, Grogan is like, oh shit, we gotta go check out what's going on here before we blow this up. The other guy's like, no, we, we've got the mission. You know, we're done with the mission. Let's blow this and let's get the hell out of here. Let's do it out. I've got a date. He even says. Exactly. I've got a date to keep. Oh, and, and just so you know, I just want to mention too that, uh, as they're walking up the beach, they're talking about titties and stuff like that and hot ladies and, and whatever. Titties. And, 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 you know, they were joking around a bit, but, that's the last of the humor in this whole movie. Yeah. You know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty serious straight up movie. True. Um, okay. So anyway, so basically what, what they happen is they infiltrate the place and they end up finding this guy, Klaus Meyer. Um, Meyer, I mean, spoiler, I guess Meyer kills Tane, captures Grogan. Um, but basically Grogan starts to, you know, to, to listen to what's going on with, uh, what, what Klaus is talking and he's talking about this thing that's, uh, you know, the, the woman that's up in the, I guess in the upper level and whatnot. She keeps screaming she, yeah. over and over. He's like, what the hell's going on up there? Absolutely. And, you know, but luckily, uh, well, first of all, let's describe the installation real quick. Okay. Sure. So we have, we, you know, we have, it's a very cool setting. Uh, he's basically chained, well, not chained up, but he, but he has like, uh, you know, bonds on his legs and his arms. And, uh, he's actually the thumb wrap. Up by his thumbs. Yeah. The thumb wrap. Yikes. And I loved when the German was like, we learned this from you. Yeah. He's and then wraps it back in his face, thumbs man. with fish wire yep. and then hangs them behind <clears> his back. On a hook. It's really cool because, you know, in the, in the corners, you can see these dead bodies. And we're not talking just dead. We're talking mutilated. There's blood all over the walls. There's these guys with guts hanging out. The guy with the gut, with the assault rifle shoved down his throat. Do you, I, I watched some extras on that. Do you know what that was a, uh, kind of an homage to? What? Oh, you've never seen Cannibal Holocaust, have you? No, I haven't. The, 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 there's a there's a girl in Hannibal and uh, Hannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Holocaust, right? That was impaled upper butthole all the way through her mouth, oh, and so kind of sticking down the well, well, We have to do that movie for the show. Me and Sam did it on Cadaver Lab, but we got to do because you have to see that movie. Oh, so. I'd love to. No, you will hate me after you watch it because. You just I got, hate you already. <laughs> okay, so basically, hate you. We gotta, we gotta, back. we gotta knock that off right now. But um, not only are there like dead bodies, gruesome dead bodies all over the place. Um, there's Nazi paraphernalia all over the place. I mean, we got flags, we got stuff like that. But we also have like like symbols on the wall, like like look, it looks like devil worship type of stuff, you know. Yeah, some kind of um, magical uh, uh, chalk drawings and shit. Absolutely, and it's it it almost reminds me of. Have you ever seen the remake of Thirteen Ghosts, where you know they they put the ghosts in those little I have. Cages I love they, the glass walls. Yeah, they put with the that spells out on so so basically. Yeah. So it, it, you know it's it, there's not as many spells, but there's a lot of spells on there where you know it's kind of like. Um, you know, but we find out that it's kind of meant for the same thing, actually. Sure. But 
Anyway, it turns out that the Nazis have gotten a hold of a book. It's kind of like the Necronomicon. Um, it, it looks more like the Nine Gates of the Kingdom of Shadows from the Ninth Gate, uh, you know, as far as look and feel on the outside. But basically, it could summon detail. Uh, sorry, demons. Um, it's funny because uh, one thing this movie is kind of, I, I kind of thought about this movie is, what if the Nazis had found the Necronomicon as opposed to Ash? Yeah. I, I think this is what would have happened, yeah. that type of deal. Anyhow... Uh, Grogan ends up escape and he overtakes Klaus. He, you know, he looks to, you know, investigate the woman in the upper level. Turns out that this woman is the spitting image of his deceased wife who was killed in an air raid, you know. Right. Uh, you know, which her- by and by, she looked like a hot young Tiffany from 80s pop singer. I uh, think yeah. we're alone. I'll now. tell you what, she, she has like an exotic background. I looked up her name and I looked at her thing. She has like this, she's half Kiwi, half Greek. And, and she's, so she's got this like kind of a really exotic look to her and she was not ugly. She was hot as hell, yes. dude. Well, which is good and which comes into play. Sure. Because, um, basically, you know, of course this really confuses Grogan and he's like, well, how, you know, who, who is this? Who are you? He's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm your wife. I'm this and that. And, you know, it turns out, however, that this is a demon yeah. that was summoned from the book that, that, that uh, Klaus summoned by using this Necronomicon type book and had chained up in the, up in the, you know, the upper level of this installation. Cause the demon can scream loud and change and and shape shift and shape everything shift. but can't get out of a chain that's hooked to a wall listen i think though i think that part of that i, I know that was meant to be incendiary okay i sure. know you're trying to start some shit there. no i'm not but no. listen no, i think i think what it was is you'll notice that in that upper upper uh room not only was she chained there but there, there were spells on there the were walls. spells on the walls plus there was something else there the Klaus had a little pouch with a spell on some paper. Right. And he had it. And basically, when he was around this woman, it made her, it basically, it, it made him impervious to her. Sure. And, you know, well, not, not necessarily impervious, just like, but like a normal woman right. to, to him, you know. But, so that, that's the whole thing. I think, I think that's how that whole thing worked out. Cause I had the same Okay. Thought. I've got you. Yeah. I, I, I had the same thought. Anyway, it turns out. That she is what is called a femme varu, and that's that's where I'm glad I had the uh, the uh, the hot. subtitles on because I you know because uh, it's like oh femme I couldn't really tell what they were saying I turned the subtitles on at this point I turned the subtitles on I'm like oh and I googled it and stuff like that femme varu. and and I couldn't find much about it that's except hot. for for the in this movie because so maybe they made sexual demon yeah well absolutely well here's the thing too is in French. The words femme voodoo <coughs> is voodoo woman in French, but I got nothing for Varus. Nice. But whatever. Um, and basically, you know, we, you know, we kind of get into the demonic plot where there is, uh, this, you know, where we have Grogan, we have Klaus, and, and they've kind of decided to get together to defeat the demon. Right. People are stabbing each other in the back. People are getting tempted. Grogan's getting tempted because this is the woman who he loved. We're seeing her, we actually see her turn into a demon. And you're talking about a man that is in the middle of war. Yeah, absolutely. So it's- to go, I've, I saw you blown up all over. Right. Right. And here you are before me. I mean, dude, you know, crawling through the sand. Yes. And going to 
do your mission. Uh-huh. And then there's the lady. Man, that's got to be a nightmare. Well, and it's funny because after a while, well, it's not funny, but it's interesting because after a <laughs> while, here is the, here is Grogan, okay? And he's realized, he's like, you know what? This is not my wife. This is a demon. We actually see her completely co- completely red. She has horns coming out of her stuff. We get to see her, still her red titties. and so I, I didn't hot see shit. tits. Well, nipples were there. You had to look close. A slight tit. Yes, it was. It, listen, this wasn't an exploitation flick. Okay, I get it. But well, well especially after coming from Black Candles, you know, we this is really uh, ber- you know bereft of, of nudity. Okay, anyhow, you know, and what, one of the favorite things is this. Even after Grogan realized that this is this is a demon and it's not an actual his actual wife. She was like, listen, I can become that for you. I can, you know, just set me free. I can, you know, I can become that for you. We'll live happily ever after, blah, 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 blah. But we also have to realize that Satan is the father of lies and blah, 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 Of course, blah, blah. of course, of course. And, you know, the rest of the movie is, and, and I don't want to give anything away because this is new. It's from 2011. Basically, people are, you know, I mean, there's a lot of intrigue, a lot of suspense. There's, you know, it's funny because there's a lot of like gory things going on, but we don't see a lot of violence actually happen necessarily. Um, you know, but it just becomes a, a kind of these Klaus Grogan and the demon, and all just those three people, um, in for a, a, the biggest part of the movie, right? And but but and I, and I want like I said, I don't want to give anything away. So that's all we'll talk about the on the plot and whatever. But I just do. I just want to say one thing. A lot of this movie was Fritz or <laughs> Klaus. And Grogan talking, getting to know one another, trying, you know, going out on, on a limb. Trying and I to trust never them. got bored. No, these two, these two actors were outstanding. Absolutely. And because I'm watching this, and I, it's funny, I'm watching this for a long time, and all of a sudden I realize, man, there's been nothing but these two guys on the screen for a while. But I am totally engrossed in this. Movie. Dude, one of my favorite scenes. Not giving anything away, mm-hmm. but one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing is when he he's got his. Thumbs tied behind him with the fish. Yep. And the guy hears the scream. Ah! And he run, the German runs up the stairs right. and he finally just pulls his fingers off the hook yep. mm-hmm. and he lays down and he's against the wall. One of my favorite scenes was when the German walks in and sees him down against the wall uh-huh. and then grabs that chair and goes, Shrunk! yep. And then brings his chair like it's time to start talking. And, and that was, that, those were some of my favorite parts in this horror movie. Yeah. The, the dialogue between those two guys. You know, it's funny because even the demon, I mean, it had, it had a, a you know, a, some screen time and whatnot, but the crux of the movie was these two guys back and forth. Just trying to figure out what the, you know, th- this guy, this, this, uh, New Zealander, he's just rolling up onto the shore and just, here's my, this is my thing. I've got to accomplish this. Absolutely. Loses his buddy. Yep. And, you know, here's this screaming girl and guts all over the floor. Yep. But for some reason, he's still alive. Yep. You know, he's yep. tied oh, yeah. up. And, and I thought it was great, dude. I thought it was, you know, great, great. I, 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 you know what? Not to give too much away, but I completely agree with you. <laughs> Glorious this- bastards kind of feeling Absolutely. came over me where I was like, I like that. Yeah, well, your people wouldn't do this. And okay, are right. we going to just push that all aside now? Right. 
because and get well, to well, the well, kind of the whole the watching thing where it's like, yeah, you know, we're all at war with each other. But when they're, you know, the whole, I, I thought it was be kind of going to become something like that where once a bigger enemy is is uh, introduced, the people who are once at war throw their differences away and go after this. I thought that's what it was going to be. Thought. I'm not going to say it is or isn't, but it isn't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I like all that. I mean, when it's good, when, with that monologue, it's with very each other, intimate. When it's good, I can watch a movie. Man, if you've got a great story that Absolutely. two guys sit at a goddamn table and they talk about mom, how mama didn't love them, right? That's awesome. <laughs> if it rolls good, yep. and that's what this movie did. I mean, I completely agree. It looked fantastic. It's funny because it was just so intimate. And, you know, I, I actually was expecting something big and I should have known. Here, here's the thing. The budget of the movie, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the, the director, uh, Paul Campione actually mortgaged his house. He's like, okay, I'm going to mortgage my house and I'm going to take the money and I'm going to, you know, create this movie. But, Thankfully, the New Zealand, uh, I guess, kind of the, the government, the, you know, the, 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 the Department of Arts or whatever said, you know what? This is a great idea. We're going to throw some more money at you. And so that's the, but I thought that this movie was going to become a much grander scale. I thought yeah. it was going to be, you know, here's the thing, you know, cause it seemed really desolate. I mean, it's the, 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 um, the installation where they were, you know, where most of the movie takes place was, was big, but they didn't really explore it a ton. They did a little bit, yeah, but they didn't yeah. explore it a ton. I thought we were going to see a lot more stuff, but you know, before, cause I mean, I, I know a couple of things about this movie before I watched it, but. Having now seen it, I'm like, I am really glad they went the way they did with the people they did because it worked out wonderfully. And there was a whole different set of, of, uh, uh, I guess, uh, problems to overcome. There, you know, basically instead, you know, these two guys were th- thinking it became I the survival thought, of these two guys. I thought thing. that the New Zealander, when he comes in and he gets caught, you know, he gets clocked and he's out right. and then he's tied up. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a fantastic job of playing. I'm scared as shit, right. but I ain't giving you nothing. He did a good job, man. Because I was totally soaked into the whole thing. Right. And I thought the, the German, uh-huh. you know, he was just, hey, you don't even know what you're in for here, buddy. Uh, and he, he didn't know. You know, yeah. and that he was right, you know. I, I don't Which, know. When he hits that line where he kind of scoops some guts up and went, she's hungry, yeah. and she screamed again, I went, holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I thought that guy played an amazing fucking soldier, though. He was just, like, sweating and crying yep. and just in that, Yep. you know, his buddy's dead, and he's tied up and he's just going you know what's funny is the the one thing that actually got him to start talking was when was when klaus picked up the picture of his wife and started to burn it but since he he has so few things left of that reminds him of her yeah because their whole home got blown up it was an air raid you know and basically that was it he's like you know i need to i need this picture yeah because this is all I have left of her. And that's, and that was so important to him that that's when he kind of started to say, okay, here's my name. Here's my rank. And here's There's something to work. be said about unknown actors. Absolutely. I totally get into that a lot more when I'm like, 
you're just the character I'm watching, right. as opposed to, hey, that's Jack Nicholson right there. <laughs> yeah, Will Smith would have been a little distracting in this. Yeah, Will Smith <laughs> going. I mean, like, yo, I make, oh, I make torture. Oh, here's look my good. son. He's gonna be the little girl. <laughs> You know, and, and and I'll be honest with you, this movie crept up on me. I've heard of it, um, and you know, I, I I've had it for a long time. I haven't watched it. I you know, and like I said, some of what I use this show for is to you know, kind of catch up on movies that I haven't seen. And I was I was really impressed with this man. I mean, there was. I mean, it sounds like you were too. Um, the thing is, is uh, uh, it was you know, it's it flowed really well. There was a lot of gore. There wasn't a lot of nudity, but. I'm a sucker for the demonic stuff. And you, you yeah. know that too. And it's like the way they handled this, they kind of came up the book that, you know, they flipped through the, the kind of Necronomicon type thing and they, they were showing some pictures that look great. It had, you know, it, it had, this is the kind of movie where, you know, okay, here's a femme varu. We don't, I don't really know and I'm not familiar with that, but this makes me want to go back and, and, uh, you know, do some research about what a femme varu is, you know, and, and what their deal is because this, I mean, this was, it it was played so well, you know, and I kind of thought she was a succubus, but she really wasn't, man. I mean, she was, she was there. She, she was hell bent on, you know, on destruction and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, she was hot she, looking. Even she was hot as a demon. She, oh, dude. Yeah. But I, you know, it's, it's just all of that stuff kind of throws me for a loop, you know, when yeah. they're do a, do the circle and get inside. And Absolutely. Don't the say this. And, don't, and, and she's like, Oh, look at that little trail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was left for me. The, there's a, the blood trail that allowed her to, to, to broach the circle of safety. You know, the, you know I mean, it, there's a great, great twist stuff. at the end and it's, it, it, it was a good movie. I enjoyed more than honestly. If I'm going to be honest, I'm going to say I, I, wish would, I want to see tits. I want sure when she was devil when she turned to the f- demon. I wanted to see you know. Come on, don't don't hit me with those those angles where it's right. like come on. Right, 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 right. There's one shot of her ass, maybe a shot of a nipple, but it's like you know when you're in that movie thing, it's like come on, show it all. Let me come ask on, you though, get in I, there. I I mean I agree, but I kind of disagree on the fact that it's like this kind of movie. Isn't was not an exploitation movie. It wasn't one that's gonna show tits just for the sake of showing. Tits. I don't think it's about exploitation or well, sex exploitation or but, anything. But what I'm saying, I think it's about this is the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Show it all. I wonder if that would have been distracting though, because here because there was not one moment where she wasn't intense. I don't think it. I I do not think so because that guy. You you're with that guy, mm-hmm. and she's going, baby, baby, why? Right. You know, I love right. you so much. Right. Show that, show everything that he was going. Oh my God, I love you so much. Right, I have the body, everything. Show it all. And there was some intense parts where they yeah. started to kiss, and all. I'm just like, whoa, dude, that would be. I'm hard just saying, to you know, everything that that guy, because you know that guy's thinking that. Oh, absolutely. He's thinking about, oh, my beautiful girl, and I was gonna marry you, and I. Fuck right. you every night. <laughs> you know, you can go on forever. But it would have been nice to not have those sweet little right. devil shots. All right. All, all I'm saying is, is that to me, the, the the kind of movie this is, and I'm not, I, and I guess I don't necessarily think that any nudity would have been distracting. I'm just saying if we would have focused a lot on the nudity, I think that that would have lessened the the power that this movie. Or, and I the, agree. The message uh, of this, I, or the I, type of movie, not necessarily the message, but the type of movie that this strives to be. I totally agree with that. But they were very, 
I'm picturing that actress as a, I don't do that. You could, it could be. You know, you know what the thing is, is she looks, I mean, she you looks like a You can take a model. picture of my ass. Yeah. But you're not getting nothing up front. She, and when like she's said, in she's devil very mode, exotic it's like, holy looking, shit. Yeah. I mean, all I'm saying is that she, I mean, she, she looks like a very high class, exotic beauty. What and was the actor that played the Fritz, the, the German? His name was. Because that guy kicked ass. I liked the whole conversation. Matthew Sunderland. I liked their interactions. I agree. And, you know, the, the thing is, is I think that if they would have chosen, uh, you know, less talented actors or if the writer had been not quite as talented, this movie would have been shit. Yeah. Because it was so, it depended so much on those two guys and their interactions to make this movie. I guess and you they could say that job. about, like, you know, what, a movie where you got two guys that are sitting down Absolutely. and just going to talk forever. You better have two solid actors. Well, and, to and here's the off. thing, and it's like, yeah, you know, there, there's a couple of ways. I mean, you could have your Kevin Smith or your, uh, what's his name that did uh, the Avengers and whatever the Buffy guy. I can't even remember his name, but Josh something or other. But you know, you could have clever dialogue and whatever, and you know, you, you could be, oh, this is interesting because they're talking in a clever is one thing. But the thing is, this this was not that. This was absolutely believable. Yeah, in my opinion, this was serious. These were two people who had to overcome a lot of obstacles, who were facing the unbelievable challenges. And the beauty is, we haven't even given the twist at the end. No, and, and we're we, not going to. You know, and we won't. No. But I loved that whole idea of just that totally sit down agree. of, I, I know that I'm a bastard. Right. right I know right, that right. I've got you right. tied up, but this thing that's screaming yeah. upstairs bigger than the is of bigger than both of yep. us. So, I mean, basically, I mean, listen, I do not want to give anything, no spoilers in this movie. This is a wonderful movie. In my opinion, this is a definite buy. Um, I watched, I watched some of the extras on this, and it's so funny because these guys seem like really passionate about, I mean, and it comes through in the movie, I think. You know, these guys are, want to make this movie. They, they want to do, yeah. they, they have a story to tell, and they, they want to tell it. They did a great job. Passionate about movie making, and it shows in this movie. Yeah. You know, so there you go. Well, I love those. I, I, it's, it looks great. Every shot, the scenery, absolutely, the cinematography is fantastic. Absolutely. Every shot looks wonderful. Yep, acting is fantastic. I like the idea that I don't know who the hell these guys are, and you don't so know they what are to those characters. Yep. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Cool. They are those characters. Yep. You're right. You know. I. I and I give it a high buy. Me too. And that it's funny too because I mean, if, if that weren't enough, they there there's a couple of scenes where they throw in some, uh, uh, you know, I basically there there was one part where uh, they threw in a couple of references. I think to uh, um, the Ark of the Covenant. You know, they're like, oh, he was this. You know, your leader, meaning uh, Hitler, was so close to getting the Ark of the Covenant. You know, was he was he talking about the Raiders of the Lost Ark, or he, he also tried to awaken the great old ones. Uh, was he talking about Hellboy? I mean, that was Nazis and Rasputin, but, you know, the whole sure, thing. So I wonder, I, I wonder if that's kind of a thing. And, and this goes into the question of the episode that I have later, which, okay. which is for it. But definite buy for me, not necessarily <laughs> action packed, not totally gory, 
not tons of nudity, but very entertaining. Uh, maybe, like I said, maybe want to study up on Femvaru to see what the backstory is with that, because this is something brand new—a whole backstory, you know, where they, they, they kind of conjured for this movie. Yeah. I, I want to know more about it, you know. Um, that was the, a solid movie I love all it. the way through. By the way, my homeland, uh, Germany. You love Adolf Hitler, and he no, was into wizardry. That's not true. But I will well, tell you what, that, uh, you know, people talk about Spanish or French being the language of love. It's German. Schweinsteiger! Steinzender, put it in your, my Wiener Schnitzel in your, of course, yeah. Steinzenhall. It, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, violent love, but love nonetheless. But anyway, so there you go. I was, I was, but actually, you like that. I, maybe. You like violent love. You watch all them sex movies <laughs> and sexploitation. So you're like, Schwanson, Schweinsteiger, Hutchin Johnson, Schweinsteiger. All right. So there I, was, I had a joke about that where yeah. I was like, well, you're going to have to help me on this movie because <laughs> you being German of, sure. of German descent, uh-huh. you're going to know all about Hitler and how awesome he is. <laughs> so right. I'm going to need your help all the all way right. through this, but well, no. <laughs> it fell flat. So I said, F it. F, I like to say F, okay? I like to say F. I say, what the F? Die oh, My no. Bride, I like to say F, okay? It was a good movie. I, loved I enjoyed it. I love I love this movie. I recommend it to everybody. What year was it? 2011. Unfortunately, yeah. it's not on uh, Instant, uh, Netflix Instant, uh, so that that's kind of a bummer, but it's definitely worth getting the DVD and checking it out. So yeah. There you go. Totally. Hi bye for me. You know what I'm going to do right here? There what? you go. There's the review of the movie. I'm going to go ahead and play it. a song. Okay. You know how we're getting the question of the episode? Uh, right. That's very topical. I'm going to play a song right now that's very topical of this movie. Okay. Here you go. Die Monster Dies, One Night at Devil's Rock. Oh.
Michael, Shaniel, it's Aaron. Question of the episode, if you're a kid watching Black Candles, <laughs> mom walks nice. downstairs and sees a woman fucking a goat. Oh my god, what are you watching? Yes. First thing that comes out of my mouth is, uh, hey mom, I'm watching Black Candles. Uh, yes, that woman is fucking a goat. <laughs> Ooh, that's all I'd have to say because... My parents don't need to see that movie to think I'm a weirdo, you know? My mammy doesn't understand how I can watch Friday the 13th, which is weird now that I think about it. They had no problem letting me rent them at, you know, 8 to 10 years old. No friggin' 8-year-old should be watching the Friday the 13th movies. No, let alone you know. your parents renting them for you and you watching them alone. I don't want to judge anybody. at 10 and Last House on the Left at 11 or 12. So uh, I guess that's the question of the episode. Uh, last show you guys reviewed King Diamond. That was awesome. Oh, dude. And yes. I wish I could have got this on camera or audio or something. I started cutting up the show and uh, I let out the best fucking fart I've ever had in my life. It sounded like a fucking King Diamond falsetto. Whoa. Definitely made it to the voicemail. <laughs> last episode, I suggested the cadaver indies you eat mayonnaise watching Bukaki porn. Ugh. I said that as a joke and Shane, you'll, uh, you really put that idea over so. That is do it now. disgusting. It's that, not going to happen. I'm not part of that. Johnny loses, he has to shave his head all the way down. No. And if Michael loses, he's too beautiful. he has to let his hair grow in. Oh. Grow in the Costanza. <laughs> that's so not bad. How about that? You guys were suggesting movies. Throwing Dude, up that's not bad. Movies that's and album should review. How about you guys review a Dawkin album? Because Ooh, I would I'm do pretty it. sure that Dream Warriors... I would do that, that too. Yeah. I would do that, too. Last episode, Shane, Me you the uh, told dream. a story about you peeing the bed. <laughs> ha, 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 bitch. <laughs> I wouldn't fucking do that. That's mean. <laughs> Unlike you, Michael, you... <laughs> You wouldn't let that go. You pulled a Cliff Burton yeah. and threw him right under the bus. Just be glad you didn't. Yeah, even that's what he does. That's a poor taste. <laughs> fuck, uh, Mike would have never let you live that down. You'd have to kill him or something. <laughs> he was my best friend. I would have comforted him. So I would have been there holding my best yeah, friend's hand. None of that. While we both double team pissed on my bed so he'd feel a little better. Yeah. So, Shaniel, I don't know if Mike's still making fun of you. So I'm going to tell a little story about Ooh. myself. Ooh. And uh, hopefully that'll take some of the Nice. So uh, I got wait. my guitar all synced Ooh, up it's here. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a ballad. Grab your blanket. Get uh, all cuddled up by the fire. Ooh, oh, this is awesome. The time I shit my pants watching Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, we were scary because of some horrible decisions I made before I started watching it. So here we go. Oh, I cannot wait. It was oh, Devil's Night, the night before Halloween, October 30th, two years ago. My favorite time of the year, my favorite season. Absolutely. I decided to watch a bunch of Halloween stuff, get my Halloween boner. And I want to relax and watch Ernest Scared Stupid, so I made some grilled cheese sandwiches. Ooh, and I delicious. Cut up some pickles to have with it. And I set up my plate and everything, and it was the last pickle in the jar. And I said, hey, I like dill pickles so much, I think I'm going to take a little swig of this pickle juice. What? This pickle brine that's in the jar. Just a little oh wee nip. And I took another swig, and that was my mistake. <laughs> So there I was. I'm the only one awake, watching Ernest Scared Stupid. About halfway through, I felt a rumble in my stomach. I'm like, oh, sweet, I got a fart. Let me tell you something, gentlemen. It's always the fart. Dude. I trusted that fart too much. That, sir, was no fart. And I screwed myself royally because, turns out, I had shat my pits violently in the middle of Ernest Scared Stupid. 20, 21 years old or something like that. Brutal. 
Not any average <laughs> shit in your pants. Fucking drop everything you're doing. Run to yeah. the bathroom. <laughs> diarrhea so bad. You fucking shower after you're done. So that's horrifying and embarrassing. So hopefully that brought some of the heat off Shane and I'll never live that down either. And as if it could get any Amen. worse. Not the Thank event you. itself, but the aftermath of this was all caught on videotape. Oh, oh, my best dear. friend, we always videotape everything we're doing when we're hanging out with each other. I shat my <laughs> fucking pants on Dude, Devil's I want to see some of those videos. Halloween. Me and my best friend Nick hung out October 31st, Halloween, and I still had fucking aftershock. <laughs> smells like I'm farting out a garbage can. <laughs> my best friend Nick. That smells like horrible sulfurous egg death. So since Mike didn't come up with another uh, in the event of a race war question, uh, I had to get my lowbrow in there somewhere. So there you go. I shit myself watching Ernest Scared Stupid. Bye, bitches. Oh, dude. So you're not alone. Ernest. You're not alone. <laughs> dude, that's way worse than me. Although oh, there, was, there was one time where I had the squirt happen when I was trying to buy a car. <laughs> you're like, you want... $25,000 for that. No. no 25000 mm. What What planet are you on? No, I was uh, like, 2500 And I was like, uh, oh, <laughs> well, I'll come back and talk to you later. But it was kind of one of those, ah, fart and, ooh, Those ah. are called a shart. They're called time to go. <laughs> that You know, that's probably just it's as called appropriate. time to <laughs> go. You forget about Ooh. anything. You don't, you're not even listening to names or places or phone calls or nothing. When that happens, <laughs> when you get that little, oh boy, it's like operation get home as quickly as possible. <laughs> All right. Aaron. Awesome. All right, dude. Uh, Alan called in. Here he is. <laughs> Mike, Shane, what's up? Love it. Question the episode about what would I say to my mom if she walked in and the lady was banging the goat in that movie? <laughs> mom, it's not a movie. It's National Geographic. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, when I was little, she wouldn't want to see a movie because there was nudity in it or something. <laughs> my go-to excuse would be like, yeah, but I saw nudity in National Geographic. Uh, yeah. Yep. So I should be allowed to see this. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. Oh, dude. It's oh. National Geographic. Dude, it, listen, some of my best faps when I was a kid was to National Geographic, all right? Oh, my God. Sure, absolutely. I love dude, it. Dude, you were like backwoods, weren't you, Farmington? Dude. Dude, National I, Geographic. I found some National Geographics. I didn't have to go to the to like the 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 open field for those man. The I mean, African ladies that are like all painted in red and, and you're saggy like, boobies. Fat, sure, fat, 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 fat. Absolutely, dude. Why not? Why not? Dude. All right. Okay. So we got we GP called in three GP. And if GP wasn't such a marauder for the DMD Kickstarter project. I wouldn't play all these three. Yeah. Because we can't stand this much GP. Yeah. But we're going to go ahead and play them. Hey, man. Here we go. Hey, guys. Tracy's Poppy. Um, I wasn't planning on sending a voicemail this week. I'm not sure where right three. now. Um, but I got to say something about this, uh, the Die Must Die Kickstarter project. Oh, I love it, you are man. not allowed to comment during this. You're not allowed to comment afterwards. I know you're extremely happy about what everybody gives you. And it blows your mind. But I ain't happy. All right, we are so close. So close I can taste it. You're happy, and, man, brother. 
we're running out of time. If everybody on the Facebook group just gave it this is like six a time stars and put it over the top and be done this with it. This is like it. a time capsule I want my week. kids to grow up listening to Die Much and Die, not Justin <laughs> fucking Bieber, not Lady fucking Gaga. I want real <laughs> independent music that really takes that, not this manufactured shit that they play now. I, can't be with I am pissed. Oh Come on, people. Get with the program. Didn't she Jane, wear don't a talk about suit? it. You're not allowed. I know you're happy about it, but I ain't. And... <laughs> It's all about you, GP. It's always about you, GP. $6. Don't be a selfish bastard. Bye. <laughs> yeah, he called in again. After after that rebuking we got from him, let's go ahead yeah. and hear his next voicemail. Hey, guys, GP. Um, a little upset with myself that my last voicemail didn't get in on time. To, oh, uh, oh, is that for last week? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, but as I'm talking right now, we got what, two days left to go, and um, just over $250 left to, to raise. So uh, hopefully by the time this comes out, you know, I wouldn't have had to have done it anyway. I wouldn't have had to bitch people out. <laughs> um, I love him. Jane, I'm with you, buddy. Um, it, it happened to me. I, um, I, I had a dream where I was just waiting. <sighs> while, I, come I, to I me. Like the whole world was wasting water. <laughs> And I remember just thinking in my dream, I could really use a piss right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I did. If you're waist deep in piss, why luckily, not? Luckily, I'm a light enough sleeper that when it happened, I woke up and I, I yes! stopped it before any like real damage occurred. Oh. Um, and yeah, I was worried that this was something because, you know, I'm getting older and, you know, and health and all that crap yeah. shit. And That's a bummer, man. I have to deal with this. <laughs> Whatever, but um, it, it started to happen again, not long afterwards, and I just same thing. I was remembering, you know, I can really use a piss, and something in my head was yelling me, "Dude, you're about to piss the bed." Oh, so I woke up instantly, and before anything happened, I you know, now that's my life. I Dude, she so rise me up, and then in the morning, and I just to take a piss and get back. That's so funny. So don't worry about it. It'll happen to Mike too, and you can laugh. No, it won't. Yeah, well, um, I wear a clothes so all over Amber. <laughs> she would make me sleep on the couch. I know. After that first night, yeah. And um, uh, what's the first time I ever heard of him? It was uh, in an interview at a, a Philadelphia station. It was like a Halloween special they had, and they just came out with in the shadows. And I, they played a couple of the songs, and I, yeah, you know, after getting getting past the, the falsetto and all oh, that. Yeah. Um, I, I, the music is incredible. So I, you know, looked into him some more, and the first I actually first album I picked up after that was uh one of his own King Diamond albums. Um, I think it was uh, the Graveyard. Oh, and that yes. one that put the hook in my belly and just yeah, I mean, See? that story there is so fucked up. <laughs> and King plays an insane guy so well. Yeah. I, I, right then and there. And the music, I, I, like I said before, the music is outstanding. Music is and wonderful. And Rogue, he kicks major ass, and I'm also glad that he's been with King for so long. And so as they continue the partnership, uh, you know, the sky's the limit. Um, so, yeah, The Graveyard, uh, another one after that, um, House of God, which the beginning of that. I yeah, checked that out. That, it was really good, dude. That was like 2000, too. Poem that the... Mm, sorry, but 
that that the humming or the moaning and the boom, boom, that yeah. sounding, and it just freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> it is so awesome. And Andy, Ooh. at the end of that, that album, has this 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 sad solo that uh, it's so beautiful. And there's another one out, um, Voodoo. I checked Voodoo out that, too. That one's cool. It has uh, I'm back Daryl's in it for a song and. There's this, it's, I mean, it's like the exorcist. I didn't have anything else to listen to, just the murder dolls. You know, the power of Christ compels you, uh, backwards talking, that's another creepy fucking album. So, hopefully, Shane, uh, when you get around to it, you can go to those albums, because they, I think, those three are the best ones I love the the most. Out of all the King Diamonds, um... Merciful Fate kicks ass, so. I still need to check Merciful Uh, Fate. And that is all I have for now. So, but he'll call I back talk immediately. Later. Love you guys. Bye, dude. That right there. Yeah, it's me. Wait, I'll pause. It. I'll pause. Just it. really quickly. Okay. This is real quest. Okay. This is my new phrase from GP. Okay. Hook in the belly. Hook in the belly. That sounds painful. That drags you in. That makes you go. Oh. That's like pinhead, dude. Pain that is exactly face. what rock and roll like. Good. Absolutely. Like. That's what the king that's did. That's the to bone me. saw. That's dude. what the king did. Hook in the. That's a king. You know, a lot of this horror punk has done that to me too. Even though that's it's lighter my new and more, you know, you know, in in more fun. But ghost and king, ooh, they've was really a hook got me, in man. the fucking belly. Absolutely. Ugh. All right, let, he, this one's short, so let's get right to it. All right. Happy as a fucking clam. Mission. Oh, he got it. Yeah, baby. Yep. <sighs> now I can stop annoying people. <laughs> no, oh, you never I will. Uh, now I can stop uh, accosting strangers on the street and tell them to do this. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to, you know, say, yeah, we did it, baby. All right, later on, bye. Sweet dude. Yeah, we're all happy. GP all, was the happy. guy that told me we hit the we hit the that's, mark. That's pretty funny too. <laughs> I, I love him, man. He's the one that gave you the Wolf heads man. Up. Everybody, fantastic. I, just, I mean, it's it's a pretty big deal, dude. That's a that's a big deal. It's man. an honor to know people like this, Aaron, everybody, Levi, all these people that call in and hang out and talk and yep. go and care about what you're doing. Look, I'm just a working class asshole. Everybody, <laughs> you know, if, if truth be known, I just play in a rock band that uh, you know tries to make uh, good uh, horror rock. You and, do a good job, Shane. You do a good uh, job. It's awesome that you know for people, that to, people, people are to, responding, man. Yeah, like I said, people like you. Okay. Do you know who else likes you? Jake oh. the Snake. The Snake. Like you, Shane. Jake the Snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. For a question of the episode. Now, what the question was, uh, what would I do if Jake, I was a kid watching Black Candles <laughs> yes. and my mom walked in on me watching the scene of the woman <laughs> fornicating with the goat? Thank you. Fornicate. I like that word. You know what? Honestly, guys, I gotta tell you, I was kind of a stupid kid. <laughs> I, I would just be too uh, dumbfounded to say <laughs> anything <laughs> at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Busted! You know, I just <laughs> Shane, they can't see your face on podcasts. Open <laughs> in the shock. And, uh, yeah, Say, Mama, evil. probably turn off around <laughs> some movies for a week. made me not be able to like get that. up and change it. But, you know what? Teen years 
and beyond if that happened. She just leaves the room and is like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. That's all I could, could give you. I mean, that's good, dude. It's a good question, but we I just don't have a we good answer for it. Uh, so uh, to keep this uh, voicemail not too short, I'll talk about my history with King Diamond. Oh, good. Nice. Uh, first exposure to King Diamond was, you know, back in the uh, Napster days. What? When uh, Napster was um, still Poor free, Lars Ulrich broken down. Yep. And, uh, you know, you know, um, you know, Napster and all those old music sharing things, they sometimes never got artist names right. And... <laughs> Thir- I was searching for some, uh, I think, King Crimson. either Metallica or Megadeth. King One Nothing! Two, I found a file that said <laughs> it's what he was Megadeth and Metallica. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get this tune right here. And, you know, I guess the, well, in the back of my mind, I was thinking that probably isn't. I mean, it, the singer did sound Tad bit like Dave Mustaine and James Hetfield combined. Ooh. Well, to me, to like sixteen-year-old mm, Jake Snake, it kind of did. You know, sixteen-year-old Jake the Snake. Years later, me. I would find out that that track. I like that, you sick bastard. <laughs> is actually the band Merciful Fate, yes. by a guy named King Diamond. And, you know, even though I liked that tune, I still wasn't getting into him quite yet. But what got me, what officially got me into King Diamond was hearing... Grandma! <laughs> In the movie Clerks 2. It was there. It, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Jam out to that shit. And, you know, then I just started listening to... The album, then, and Abigail. Uh, those are just freaking good albums. And then started moving on to more stuff like, It's the Eye of the Witch! Yeah. <laughs> the Eye, the album. And, really? The eye. I'll have to check awesome. it out. And then, the, oh yeah, I do agree, Mike. The album, Give Me Your Soul. I love that Please. one. I mean, that was my first thing. Good. I hope I'm doing entertain you with the freaking voice impression. Yeah, it was great. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. King Diamond, freaking awesome guy. You know, and uh, I just want to leave off this voicemail saying that I've, okay, I can't do this last week, but I have given out my donation to Dime Monster Love you. Day. God, you I hope you guys reach your goal. You made it happen, oh, dude. Well, I guess we'll know by the time this Current episode gets out. Yeah, oh, I hope you guys get it. I hope you, you guys get it. To make it to and the moon. My Ruto has been ordered for In the super secret project. Ooh, look who, so baby! Hopefully, I get here soon. Well, we hope it comes out soon too. Oh, this super secret project, dude. We are chomping soon. at the bit for that. Uh, you guys been talking about this shit for months. Hopefully, it gets here soon. Ah. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Peace out, boys. Super, Word se- up. super secret, dude. It should come out this month. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. It's not up to us, but we've done our part. We've done our we've, thing. We've done our part. Oh, I'm stoked as shit. Thank you so much, Jake the Snake. Jake the Jaker. <laughs> the Robitussin King. Jake, the King Jake, of the Night. The Jaker. The, the King, Robitussin Taker. 
See, the king. even even the king. I don't have to the like ride face with face. Uh, okay, stop. all right. Oh, Metal Mikey stop. called in. Metal Shane Mike. Can I pause Metal it? Mikey. Can I pause it real yeah. quick? I'm gonna pause it real quick. I, I just want to tell you how much Metal Mikey, how awesome Metal Mikey is. Okay? Yes. I do another podcast called Hammockus with Brian. Uh huh. And Brian, yes. Brian, Brian kind of takes care of that. He's he's the man behind Hammockus and whatnot. Sure. I kind of show up and bitch about uh, old uh, British and movies he and twiddles stuff like that. his umbrella and goes yeah. to her. To he's a huzzah. That's, more uh, stuff like more that. tea, yeah. sir. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, he's 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 much like the uh, the king in that way, actually. Yeah. But. Um, Metal, Metal Mikey calls into Hammockus a lot, right. and he is the man when it comes. We we have two guys that call in him yeah. and a guy named Justin, but Metal Mikey for calling into the Corpse Cast. This buds for you. Touch with Corpse Cast. Yeah, more. Love uh, you. Playing catch up game. So Honestly, for the you. question of the episode for the Brain Dead episode, namely the zo- one zombie apocalypse writer <laughs> that I have every piece of work from. Now I know this is going to sound odd. Just from the hearing, because I know you're thinking, well, first off, my author's author, writer, is going to be Robert E. Howard. And I know you're probably saying out there, oh, he wrote all that Conan shit. Why (laughs) would he count as a horror writer? Remember, he was actually one of the partial collaborators of H.P. Lovecraft at the time. And he contributed to some Lovecraftian mythos and... If you read a shitload of his stuff, you will realize that he has a lot of horror-tinged writings in nice. between all of his fantasy adventure plus, stuff. Plus, Conan gets pulse. pretty raw, dude. And plus, he has got a universe of short stories to read. I could read his stuff probably for God knows how long, not get bored, and probably in between shooting zombies in the head. And brief <laughs> thoughts on Trick or Treat? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how I'd place it with my 80s horror. Mikey, don't let me down here, Mikey. metal-based horror. Mikey, don't let me down. Personally, my soft spot still for number one is Rock and Roll Nightmare, but that's because... We, that's on the Michael list. Thor. That's it's on the list. Bad. It's a all. And <laughs> I gotta give Shane much props for thus far on the brain dead voicemail section because his audio runnings, I envy you, Mike. Oh, and yeah? Shane, do not knock your skills. You have cool runnings from Mike. <laughs> cool runnings PC from John Candy. Set up to your PC to play the voicemails. And oh, man, yeah, he oh did. man, if cool. I could actually uh-huh. get your Give me a bottle of scotch and anything solid gold. to go. Anyways, I've got nothing else. I'm going to catch up with the rest of that episode and then listen to the latest episode. Metal Mike, I sure love you. Diamond, a.k.a. <laughs> possibly, he might not be the Metal King that Rob Halford is, but by oh. God. He might be reckoned as like an emperor in my mind. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, y'all take it easy. I shall look forward to talking to you again soon. Sweet metal, Mr. Mikey. Metal Mikey. I love that guy so much. Let dude. me make love to your legs. <laughs> Ooh, can, does follow, he have to put his knees together? Fa- let me fall asleep on your lap. Just like they did in Black Candles? If you don't mind. <laughs> Ooh. We're getting, we're getting to some pretty sexy tunes here, baby. It's right in time for Tow Truck Brian. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello? Hey, guys. Oh. Uh, 
sticking a hit of the wall. Did he just wake up? Mara cigarette. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, he's ready. So, uh, oh, he's taking a, a shit or smoking weed. On your, uh, Either one. Episode. And I need to get caught up. Yeah, what's your I problem? I finally listened to, you know, the whole thing there. And uh, got to the episode, you know, the question about uh, what author would you take with you? The zombie apocalypse. The goat question is not good enough. <laughs> He's behind, well, I dude. I had a tough time with because you know, I do love to read. And I thought Stephen King would be my first choice yeah. just because of the sheer volumes of stuff to read. There's something to be said about that. Good or I bad. I'm with Shane on the Dark Tower. That was a fantastic addiction for me for a little while uh, to the point where I was like, Boiling, waiting for the next book. I fucking love those. Does it sound like, However, sound like Brian's kind of falling asleep? Stephen King, He's on the weed cigarette. Oh, okay. Right. Um, I actually came down to Kurt Vonnegut or Ray Bradbury. Kurt Vonnegut and Ray Bradbury. That's actually the a really good one. He just died late. Absolute uh, favorites of mine. I, I think I finally narrowed it down. Slaughterhouse-Five and... Dead Eye Dick, and just, I don't know, it's, it's got to be Kurt Vonnegut for me. All right, that's cool, dude. I can read over and over again, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's that's catching me up there. That, that's about it for that. That's I cool. got much notes. Awesome. Well, I say horse shit. Um, <laughs> just, J- that's JK. Most recent question of the episode. Yes? I've actually had a very personal incident. He's doing the weed cigarettes. One morning, <laughs> I think. noon, whatever it was. I don't know. I was young then. morning I didn't get up till the crack of whatever. I get up, sitting around watching whatever the fuck was on, and I'm bored as shit, so I That's put what on, you do on the weed Traces cigs. of Death. I don't know if anybody remembers the Traces of Death video. Oh, yeah, kind of a ripoff, sure. They were basically sure. just photo clips and bits of video actual live, old, grainy, you know, fucking eight millimeter shit. And uh, it was all death and destruction and fucking <laughs> war videos and shit like that. Set to heavy metal music. Ooh. And I absolutely loved that kind of shit. That's because you know, you're a sick mother. Watching the fucking TV. Let's watch something nice like there. Philadelphia so or something. My, my mom cleared her throat over my shoulder. I look back <laughs> and I have no idea how long she's been standing there, but she yeah. looks just fucking mortified. <laughs> and, uh, you know, typical <laughs> fake head. I was, I looked up and, hey, mom, you know, what's up? She just dumbfounded, asked, how on <laughs> earth can you watch this? I'm a young man, shit? mommy. As she watches <laughs> it. Just started laughing. And being smart ass that I am, I looked at her and said, well, it's too early in the morning for porn. <laughs> oh, jeez. Mom was not amused. I'll bet. Um, needless to say, she was like, spent the rest of the day. The hell my you say? But a sack of shit. But, you know, hey, I was 16. What the fuck else are you going to do? It happens. Anyway, um, love you guys. Oh, we love you, Brian. Black show was pretty damn good. <laughs> Shane, sorry, buddy. <laughs> that shit happens, though. What? You know, hang in there. You'll get oh, over it. Pee? Pee in the bed? <laughs> Whatever. Cerebral assassins. I'm Put over it. Mind up. 
I'm over it, dude. I'm over it. I gotta say, I had uh, I still have this great new respect for sobriety. (laughs) It was so bizarre to me to be with all of you guys. You're all fucked up. I'm completely sober. The first live to fly, fly to live. (laughs) At least with me sober. And uh, yeah, it was a really weird spin on things. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, I'm fucking rambling now, and I will cut this off and tell you good night. And I can't wait for the next episode. Thanks, brother. Yeah, but he could have been on the weed cigs all night. We would have known. I wouldn't have known. Oh, I didn't even. He might have been smoking the weed cigs all night long. I, I did. I didn't like do any kind of hair samples or piss tests or anything like that. You're yeah. right. You're right. You know, it's like you guys were so weird. <laughs> All night long, but for He's some in reason, the bathroom everything smoking was the weed extra cigs. weird. Oh, dude! If you take it to Maiden and a couple weed cigs in your back pocket, <laughs> get out. Time. All right, uh, Wolfman called in. Wolfie. Hey there, Mike Shane. Uh, with any luck, by the time you guys are hearing this, Kickstarter's about to go out and take the pledges from all of the backers, transfer over into the band's hot little hands. Yes. If not, well, next week's call is interesting. <laughs> but think about it, folks. If all the folks who have already backed the band just go out and kick in another five bucks, we're covered. We're covered, so get baby. Get on out there and do it if there's still any time left. We're good. We did it. My response to the question of the episode is pretty easy, really. It's helped by the fact that for most of the time when I was a kid, this would have been an honest response. Can't wait. As a reminder, the question of the episode was, what would you do if your mother came down and caught you watching the goat scene from Black Candles? Uh. My response? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) And I probably would have just been staring at it in odd shock. Yeah. These days, my response would probably be more along the lines of, it's Italian. I don't try to explain it's it. Spanish. Okay. Uh, so, with yeah. that out of the way, I've been listening to some of those King Diamond albums, and uh, I'm liking what I've heard so far. The music and voice take a little adjusting Agreed. to, but yeah. Agreed. then is like a story by Machin with a hint of Lovecraft in there. Yeah. Conspiracy sounds like something out of V.C. Andrews or another Southern Gothic type of author. Yeah. You know what I just said? to catch a few of the other That's what I just said. As for uh, Iron Maiden taking the piss out of Shane, there's no need to be ashamed of that. After all, they're Iron Maiden. That's and true. Not, you're not flip flopping on a band. Maiden. I mean, for example, your co-host was singing the praises of King Diamond last week, That's and right. yet yeah. I can provide sound bites to prove this. A while back, he claimed that with King Diamond, you get one or two songs, but the rest, quote unquote, pause. Oh. I think Zach called you out in the group on this. He, he I saw it where it was like, dude, you said in in uh, uh, Cadaver Lab, King Diamond is crap, dude, but dude, two dude, songs. Dude, dude, dude. Okay, first of all. All right. First of all, now, now agree or disagree? In order to listen to King Diamond, you're my, you have to be in a certain kind of mindset. Yes. Correct? Okay. Number one. You have to be free of all constraints. Number one. That, and number two. His falsetto voice to the uninitiated is ridiculous. Absolutely. Okay. Here's Mike. Give me your soul. Okay. The the two thousand. I'm giving your soul, please. Yeah. Okay. Two thousand. Okay. Okay. That's or no, no sorry. Two thousand seven. 
that was the first album I ever heard, and my and I hadn't experienced life enough. I haven't had enough experiences in life to understand what's going on. Right. I I freely admit that I have totally come. Do you do you admit? I, I mean, I have not heard this. Okay. Portion of okay cadaver lab. Okay. But do you admit freely that at some point you said? Only two songs were yes. good. Yes, because on the on the new on, on the Give Me Your Soul, there was Give Me Your Soul, please, and there was uh, Floating Head, I think it was called, uh-huh. which were outstanding, and I freaking loved them. Okay, right. but the rest of it, I just wasn't ready for. I really right. feel like I wasn't ready for. Okay, so way to call me out there, jerk face. Let's go ahead and listen to what okay. he's going to say. Oh my hell! <laughs> so, which is it, Mike? Is King Diamond great, and you're a big fan, or do you only get one or two songs on an album? Are you answering to the audience or admitting your prior ignorance of the greatness that is the king? I deserve it. And if you hadn't taunted Shane throughout the whole episode, I wouldn't be bringing this up. <laughs> yes, thank you. With that unpleasantness thank out of the way, I'd like to talk my hand to the ring for a moment regarding Darian and his rant about first case. Full disclosure, I enjoyed the album quite a bit when I listened to it, and particularly like little references here and there. The kind of elevate Jason to an emblem of divine retribution sure. for mankind's sin. Absolutely. Now, coming around to Darian's point, Ari is the first Jason. Exactly. As a matter of fact, he's that the is one my who point. won that particular lottery. <laughs> no matter what you want there to can say never about be another Dean Hodder, Ken Kurtzinger, or any of the other numerous people who played Jason. Kane Hodder may be the best Jason, but that's not what the band is called, now is it? <laughs> it's not called best yet, that's a good point. I understand hey, the conversation that got around to creating the album wasn't so much Ari deciding to put together an album to capitalize on that little lottery win of his, <laughs> as it was a guy in the I agree and music industry finding out the people wanted to pay him $20 a pop for signatures on the case right. of a movie mm-hmm. he was in for three freaking seconds. <laughs> right. You know, no, that's, not, that's not that, true. He ought to at least have something. He showed it in slow motion. It was at least five seconds. Is it pretentious? I don't think so. Exactly. <laughs> would be if he came into con- conventions acting like he owned the place, constantly shilled for his side businesses, and took credits for parts of the movie that are widely known to have been done by a stuntman. Hmm. There's another Jason actor who did that at one convention he turned up at. But I'm going to be polite and not name names. Oh, I'd like to hear who that is. I'm just going to say that he predates Jason getting his hockey mask and played the adult Jason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy in two. (laughs) I guess this narrows it down. Honestly, that sounds pretty mess. Not too much to say about it from what you guys said. Will Smith. Why did you get Lanti Cristo from the 70s for a more entertaining piece of sleazy Italian satanic goodness? It's a little more exorcist takeoff than Ooh, satanic type of takeoff, but still a pretty good film. And it even has a goat scene. So wow. Really, that's apparently all you need in order to make a Italian film worth watching. <laughs> Probably <laughs> find Spanish it So, get looking. This is the Wolfman, and I'll talk to you later. I love the Wolfman. Even though he called me out, I deserved it. I, I agree. Deserve it. I agree with Wolfie because the only point I was trying to make with that first Jason oh, yeah. shit was, mm-hmm. bear in mind, the guy had not went to a convention ever till 2002. Oh, really? Okay. And everyone was going, dude, you should go to the conventions. And you sh-. and he went, hey, I rock. I like. I, I, sure. I play an instrument. 
Hey, how about First Jason? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Especially, that movie came out in 1980. One. And two, okay, 1981, <laughs> tit, ball, tit, tit, squeeze your nuts right now. <laughs> okay. But I'm just saying, 2002 is when the guy decides, hey, I think I'm going to show up to these conventions I don't everyone's blame talking him. about. That's cool, man. Let, let, let Darian know, have the problem, man. I'm all good. I'm all she, good with it all. Darian's going to fight. Ari Lehman. <laughs> Days of the Dead in Los Angeles. If Ari uh, Lehman's there, Darian from the padded room, multiple mics. <laughs> well, listen, know, if you've got, woo, woo, if you've got multiple going mics on, and Dr. Dale there, I would be worried. But Wouldn't that be fantastic, though, if Darian <laughs> and Ari Lehman fight? Listen, if that happens, I'm going to keep... I'm not. I'm going to say I'm going to keep multiple mics back and Dr. Dale, and I'm going to make sure that I don't they think you're going to have to worry about multiple mics. <laughs> He'll probably be... Well, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but, you know, he, multiple mics is a security guy. He's sure. like, hey, dude, if this is copacetic, it's copacetic. Sure. If it's not, then we're down for some shit to happen. <laughs> but I'm with Wolfie. I cool. agree. Awesome. Good. Good for you guys. You guys feel better? All right. Yeah. You guys feel better about yourself? All right. Now, All right. Do, do you want to clementine yourself? Or no, cle- he's right. Cleanse your, no, he's right. He, cleanse your beans? He's absolutely right. I mean, Rub your beans? I uh, I. Ju- I made a statement before I had the full breadth of information that I feel like I needed to make. Oh, you're that talking decision. about King Diamond. Yeah, what are you talking uh, about? I was talking about uh, First Jason. Oh, no, I'm good with it. I'm good yeah. with what I said. We're good to go. All right. All right, here's uh, Lauren. Lauren. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. Um, I'm calling in to answer the question of the episode. Sweet action. Um, a little backstory for my answer. Oh, dear. Uh, my mom has, or it's the, I guess the question was. If you were watching the goat scene in Black Candles and your mom came into the room, what would you say? Nice. Um, my mom has a big crush on Vincent Gallo after I showed her Buffalo 66. Oh. This is some background. Um, and she actually sat me down to watch the BJ part of the Brown Bunny. The Brown Bunny. Chloe Sevigny's, wow. You know, got yeah. two hands on Vincent Gallo's ding-dong and still choking on it. Yeah. So, that's a Two hands anyway, on Vincent Gallo's If my mom came in during the goat DMV scene song, of Black Candles, I would be like, hey, it's Vincent Gallo dressed up as a goat. And oh. she would go pop some popcorn and sit down, and then I'd be like, I'm just fucking with you. It's a, it's a real goat. hanging out with Bosque out when this movie was made, probably. So. I don't know what that means. Um, that's what I would do. Um, she might like do a little one of her mom's screams, which is something along the lines of, like, and her voice kind of cracks and gargles. So she might do that, but I would just totally play it off and be like, yeah, it's totally Vincent Gallo or his older brother or something. She um, loves the Vincent Gallo. I guess Gallo. the movie sounded she a lot Vincent's to me Gallo. like some of uh, just how it got boring, because it sounded like yeah. really awesome and dirty, but when you're actually watching it, kind of boring. Um, yep. Like when I, I've, I've tried to watch um, Christina Lindbergh's broader body of work, and yeah. I loved her in Thriller, loved her in Sex and Fury. Um, I love Thriller, She too. just wasn't given a yeah, lot to work you. with in Ex Bonnerad. Different Thriller. Or Made in Sweden oh. or Anita Swedish Nevesh. Made in Sweden. Um, I tried to watch those, and I thought they'd be, like, totally hot in the trailer. Cat paused it. Wow. I bought Anita uh, Swedish Nymphette at uh, Horror Hound, signed by Christina Lindbergh. Ooh. I brought it home, and I watched it, and I fell asleep, dude. 
You fell asleep. Well, when you when you get it done, wasn't that hot to you? you? Get, well, when you get done, she didn't fa- pleasure you. When you get done fapping in the first five minutes, it's oh. like you're tired. You get tired, right? Fapped it in the first five. To make them, the trailers are wonderful, but after a while, you're just like, oh, there she is, blowing an old dude. <laughs> There's your boobies again. When are they going to get to that part from yeah, the Give trailer? me a movie where um, Sid Hague's getting blown. So I can totally see what you mean. Blues. I took Black Candles off my, I see that. my Netflix list. Yeah, Black Candles isn't uh, great. What else? Oh, um, Detention has a DVD release. Oh. So I'm going to watch that. It came out on limited release. I got right? it. I the same it time as Cabin in the Woods. And um, I hear it's just like a totally fun send-up. Um, and my friend in San Fran I watched it, it and absolutely loved it. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. That should get there this weekend. Sweet. And, Let us know. Um, Call us in. Let us know I'm you like psyched it. That, uh, about some of the choices on the the new um, the updated episode list. Yeah, baby. And I kind of forgot what they are right now. So <laughs> like your new haircut. Shut the F up. <laughs> Keep up the good work. And I love you guys. Bye. Love you, Lauren. Oh, dude. The updates and everything. You know, let me let me tell you something about it. It's good to get the female side of that question. Because sure. I thought that may have kind of alienated a lot of females because they don't watch a lot of dirty shit. Well, right. A lot of females that I know don't. But Lauren, bless her soul, okay, is I, I swear me and her could watch the same movies and just be happy for the rest of our lives. <laughs> you guys life. are into Jello and uh, all that. <laughs> you guys love it. Yeah, we you guys can... know Italian. Fredo, Fricho, Fracho, <laughs> Fulci, Stucci, Swachi. We love it. We love you it. know it all. We love it. Oh, uh, we got one more voicemail. Oh. And this is from the Morrissey of Utah. The Morrissey Mr. of Utah. Mr. Jesus enslaves himself. Oh. Chris, here he is. What is he doing? Mr. Richard Smoker, you're a poopy poker. Chardonnay and cocaine in the spa. Cigarettes and coffee breath. Little boys on crystal meth. Tonight we'll tango in the street. You eat dark meat. (laughs) Hey, you sexy motherfuckers. Got your wings on for that. Good shit. Nice. How are you guys doing? It's been a while since Mr. Jesus and Slaves and Morrissey of Utah. <laughs> Morrissey of Utah. It goes in some order like that. It's calling in. Tell you guys I miss you. Oh, we love you, buddy. Miss seeing your shining see, bright it was faces. Good to see him the other day, man. Except yeah. for Shane, I get to see his all the time. We get we spoon occasionally. We get together just to spoon in the park and sing <laughs> that song. I'm jealous. Oh, as we hug each other in the rain. Um, Shane on the on the. On the pee in the bed, you know, Mike, lay off him because oh. at least he didn't shit the bed. That's when That's you know you drank That's a great too point, much. Right? Aaron shit the bed almost. A, a little shit dribble, uh, some soggy underpants. That's okay. It happens to the best of us after pounding, after splitting the case. You know, Maiden. So lay off. blame it on Maiden. God damn it. Okay, as far as Rob Zombie and your whole. Uh, Hating on Rob Zombie and everything, saying he hasn't done I think much. I was hating on him. True, a couple of movies, but they are great fucking movies, dude. Dude, dude okay. <laughs> I, I think he's. I don't know me where out. he's going because. Oh, is he? Because I was saying that. Sure, Rob Zombie's put out a couple of kick-ass movies, uh-huh. but. I think that's where he's going. Dude, there are two movies in this world that I watch probably. 
Um, ah, once every couple of weeks, and that's just you know put it on every in the couple background. weeks. Literally, I put I, I get on the computer. I'm working on projects. I have a movie on in the background. Okay, <laughs> right. There's a couple of movies. One is The Ninth Gate, I and know you one love that. one is House of a Thousand Corpses. I love that. I love Devil's Rejects. I love them. I would watch if I was going to watch any Rob Zombie movie in a loop kind of situation. Uh-huh. It would be that scene with Sid Haig. And what's her name from Halloween? When the oh, kid oh, yeah, in the yeah, car is yeah, yeah. like, don't you ever turn your fucking back on it. I got, I got secret in? clown business. Yeah. 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 I love Red that stuff. scene. Yeah. I love that scene. What's her name? Yeah. She was from, uh, yeah, from well, Halloween. From, and, oh my gosh. And from Rock and she Roll was High the hot School. Chick. And, yeah. Yeah. PJ Souls. PJ Souls. Yep. Awesome. All right. Just, just to make that clear, here's Chris. Rejects. So we know our stuff. Yep. Is Devil's Rejects is a fucking awesome movie. I love it. Yes. I'll give a Fuck what you guys say. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm, I'm going to agree kind of with Mike. I go into those remakes looking at them as a new movie. I thought yep. the new Texas Chainsaw was awesome. I liked the original better, but there were things about the new one that were awesome. The eye candy. They can both exist and you can enjoy the them both. For right. these guys redoing the classic horror movies is the how far special effects have come. They're like, sure. they're watching them thinking, what could we do with this? And then they go, well, we have to twist it a little or we don't have a good excuse sure. for putting this movie out again. You can't make so, the same thing over. I think they just do it so they can do the better special <laughs> effects that are available now. Like the... The guy on the meat hook in the uh, oh, in the new Texas Chainsaw with his toes touching the keyboard of the piano—that shit yeah. was awesome. <laughs> but you know, that being said, whatever. You, everybody can argue till the blue in the face. Remakes suck. Some of them do. We'll see how the uh, see how it goes from here on out. They're gonna remake every fucking movie four or five million times yep. before Hollywood burns and we all go to hell in the zombie apocalypse. Nice. Which brings me back to the, <laughs> the other question. Have your books and an author, I'm gonna. That that's too hard. I'd have to have a group of, like a sell me. I can. I got an idea. Volumes or something, because no one author brings it all in. I love. I totally agree. The Dark Tower. I say true. Say true. And <laughs> hear me now. Say true. I, I love uh, Orson Scott Card, Ender's Ooh. Game, the whole Ender's thing. Ooh. They're fucking yeah. great movies. Philip K. Dick. I've been on a roll. I'd, been pounding the audiobooks of Philip K. Dick, mm. Scanner Darkly, I'm, I was right in the middle of when I cut out to listen to the podcast, so. <laughs> Hope we didn't let you down I, too I much. I can't decide. Some Poe, I'd have to have a yeah. collected works of Edgar Allan Poe. Absolutely. So, fuck you guys for trying to make me pick one. <laughs> um, as far as the moment when mom comes in, this is telling oh, how upset yes. my parents were. Um, there yeah. wasn't a movie, it was in excess song. Devil oh, you know, uh, alleviate his oh, yeah, 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 to yeah, have sex or nate. Yep. My, yeah. my aunt walked in during that, and I had to burn <laughs> my fucking in excess what? take. Oh. Cassette. Had to you know, burn it. I, I went shoplifted another shortly thereafter. but <laughs> Had to burn it. There was there was nothing to say. Oh. The music said sex. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> it's got to burn. <laughs> Satan put that word in there to corrupt <laughs> my mind. And look. Look what happened. It, it, Jesus she was right. Had to Saturday. burn it. Sorry. <laughs> Dude. Had to burn right. it. That's awesome. Uh, that's about all I've got to say. So uh, go fuck yourselves. Have a good time with your next podcast. Oh, man. It's so good to hear from Chris, man. <laughs> Morrissey of Utah. 
Dude. Okay, so there you go. You know, Chris always lays it down. Yeah. He lays it down for us. Uh, you know, what do you, what do you say about He's that? in the boiler room where Freddy Krueger lives. Oh. Ooh. Every time. <laughs> and I'm just... <laughs> well, I've got somebody's there making sure... Dude, let me tell you. Can I tell you about his abs for a minute? Sure, let's do it. Dude, it's disgusting how hot that guy is. <laughs> I get to look at him every Wednesday uh-huh. and I go... <laughs> he makes things, he talks, he talky good, and he is sexy. <laughs> Dude, I'm with you. All right, we get it. Dude, okay. What do you do when you got to burn your NXS tape? That's bizarre. That's aunt, awesome. The ant, not even the the king yeah. ant. Not even not even the dad comes <laughs> in with the ruler. <laughs> what are you doing in here, son? But the end. Yeah, that's a little what bizarre. What are the tattletales? That's a little Yo, bizarre. I'm going to tell on you if you don't burn that. Burn it? Does that seem a little extreme? Especially with tapes, you could just pull the shit out and stuff. But you had to burn it? Yeah, but I wonder she, if it was like you ceremonial. Gotta, you got to think of. about like the age difference, though. You got to mm. burn it. Mm-hmm. So- <laughs> They don't That's know. That's the only way you can get rid of a, like, a Look at that. I'm, ju- I'm doing this. I'm pulling the tape out. They're like, I like, don't give a you shit. You could still get the music off that devil brown tape. Yeah. That devil, <laughs> devil inside. I know there's a song on there called Devil Inside. <laughs> so, dude, what's your answer? What's your answer to the question? Uh, my, I, I had a couple of funnies. Like, um, mom walks in and I go, hey, care to join? Okay. But, Really, honestly, what I would do is like throw a f- total fucking freak out. Okay. Like if she, if I'm watching that scene. Okay. And I hear my door, because you know your room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. every yeah. creak Absolutely. of the, you know the timber of the fingers touching the doorknob sure. and everything. I would go, holy shit. <laughs> and I would just throw like a super freak out in front of the screen. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Yeah. I would just freak in front of the screen and go, oh my God, I don't know what the hell's going on. Dude, what would you do? I'll tell you what I would do. You ever see the Christmas story where uh, where the kid said the F word? Yeah. And he's oh, like, he's like He's, he's, yeah, exactly. He's like, oh yeah, uh, so and so. Where'd you hear that word? So and so taught it to me. Okay, this has oh, happened to me. A bunch bastard. Of no, listen, Are you liar? I'm, I know. I'm a dick. You, you gotta sell somebody out. Here's here, this has happened to me for a couple of times. Okay, and this is what I do. First of all, I hear basically in my house in Farmington. I was in the basement. All of a sudden, we hear that we hear the door open up right. and him coming down the stairs. And the thing, the problem is that's like, plenty of time. That's, no, because because you unless take, you're in the middle of fucking beat <laughs> no no but the problem is is you have like three steps and you can't jump up and run over or else you're busted sure like okay so here's what i did every time pretended i was asleep wake up feign shock Whoa! oh well, there's a there's a goat and then be like Oh man, I was sleep, and I would pretend to sleep uh, for a minute because there'd be a moment where my mom would come down and she'd I've walk done that in, too. and I and I'd pretend to be asleep, and then they'd be like, "Oh man, Brian told me I should watch this movie," but uh, my best friend goes, "See, that's the worst Brian? part." Yeah, I I have when no you're going, integrity. When you're point, he did it. He said, "I have no now, integrity." I've been in that situation before where I go, <laughs> "What the hell's on Porky's?" Yeah. What? I, I, what? I don't know. You know, when you're like, oh, shit, I right. fell asleep. I was watching a funny good fella time. Yeah, happy, it happy came dance on. Party. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what but this dude, is. you're a traitor. I am, dude. Because you straight up point at your friend and go, I have no integrity. He said... Oh, he told me, he let me borrow He said this. it was a wholesome movie. He mom. let me borrow this VHS tape. He, and, and so it's his, but oh, it's his. Did she ever oh, dial the phone? Yes. She did. Yes. Tell me about that. And that, that's where I was going next. And then it all fell apart. And then Mike's an asshole and Mike's a liar. That happens. No, but tell me the story. <laughs> tell me the story about because you know you had to be there. It's two a.m. My mom decides that that's a perfect time to call over to Brian's parents' family oh. and to tell us at two a.m. Yeah. No, I just wanted to let and you're know. standing right there, yes, because <laughs> there will not be a lie told oh, no. here while I'm standing here. And it just made me feel worse, yeah. and it was terrible. And yeah, but that that actually happened a couple times. Sure. Absolutely. A couple times? Yes. You know, spread out by a couple years and whatnot, yeah. but, you know. Did Sam ever get one of those? No, no, because, no, because we used to watch movies at Sam's house. When we would go over to Sam's, and he, he, the funny thing is he had this, his house was set up so the parents' bedroom was clear up in the, in the top floor. We right. were way down in the basement, and he had like a, like a bar in his basement. Like, so basically, whenever his parents would start coming down, I would just jump over and hide because I always snuck out of my house to go up and watch movies at yeah. his house. So they never even knew I was there. But the thing is, is once we started doing that, I, my problems were over. Dude, it's all falling back into line. Yeah. Like that VHS place you used to rent the movies from. Uh, Video Express. And you, and and you would rent the movie and then blame it on Brian. <laughs> on the nasty goat fucking oh, I know, part. I know. And there was nothing really that yeah. bad ever, but yeah, it was it was just as bad. I was terrible. Oh, man. That, those, those were the days. Oh, <laughs> those were the God. days. I would just, just jump up and freak out like... <laughs> I'm having a fucking seizure over here. <laughs> Anything to take it away from. I'm walking in. Right. I'm seeing what's on the screen. You just go, right. holy shit. Uh. <laughs> I just killed the dog, mom. Ah! You know, anything that was just like, what? What the hell's going on? Just to take the focus off of the But screen. I have done the, I fall asleep where yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I woke yeah. up. And yeah. it's on the TV, and <laughs> the that's sleep. disgusting the and filthy, exactly. for sure. But my mom caught me in the thrust of Ooh. naked lovage. <laughs> to yourself? No, oh. with a woman. Ooh. My mom was pretty lenient. My band jammed in the band room next uh, door. Okay. You know, I mean, she was like, she'd fight with the cops and shit. Go. Oh, really? They're just rocking out after high school. Shut right. up and leave them alone. Right. She's fighting with them all the time. <laughs> so she was pretty lenient about girlfriends coming over sure. and whatnot. But dude, I had my bed against the wall where the door opens up and there's the bed right there. <laughs> and I'm talking about blankets off. Oh, oh, full. I'm talking about, yeah, riding me. Oh, Blankets off, and she open. All she's got to do is sliver the door, right? You know, to she go. It all- Shane, Whoa. what the hell's going on? It, the bed's right there. Sure, <laughs> slides it. You know, she stuck her head sure. in. Sure. Like, hey, what are you guys doing? And it was just full on. <laughs> Holy shit! You stand up saying, and "I was asleep." No, 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 no. My my mom just shut the door. Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> but it's like you know, yeah. yeah it was right there. Point? I was just going. Freebird, man, Freebird, you know, yeah, totally caught me. Oh, when she dies, she'll say, "I 
Yeah, I saw it. Just <laughs> fury. 19-year-old hormones just going, let it rain. Let it rip. You know? Oh, it's too much, man. Oh, my gosh. My my smiling muscles are getting sore. Know, but it's, it, you know, I'm going to have my mom call in sometime and go, yeah, let me tell you about this. Give, give us the history of Shane Diablo. Uh, no, I never have that happen. But. Oh, dude, what a great episode. Uh, I'm liking this. Yes, uh, thing. The, the, swi- the switcheroo that we did here. Switcheroo. Sure, man. That was good. Question for next episode. Okay. okay. Topical for the Devil's uh, Rock. The Devil's Rock. Okay. Right. Uh, here we go. Let's let's see what we what we got here. Okay, so we know the Nazis are prevalent in horror movies. I mean, we got Nazi exploitation, Ilsa She Wolf, and all that. Blah blah blah. We got Nazi zombie movies. We got Dead Snow, Shockwaves, all that stuff. Sure. We got supernatural Nazi movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Hellboy, and all that stuff. Uh, a couple of questions here for you. This is a this is a double question. Uh, why are not Why do you think Nazis are so popular in horror and exploitation movies? That's and uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite Nazi horror exploitation movie involving Nazis? Oh, that's easy for me. Okay, well, why don't you save it till next week? Saved. Save it till next week. Uh, but other than that, man, I guess that's all we got. We really appreciate you guys calling in. Uh, call in the question of the episode next episode, 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. And let's hope to not catch Shane Diablo doing any... And if you don't, if you, you know... Call in with comments or questions Absolutely. or fun times Absolutely. or the question of the episode, sure. but call in any old time. Absolutely. I'm kind of liking this idea of doing it all and then doing the voicemails after. It's a nice cool Because it kind of feels pretty good doing it this way. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. If you guys have anything to say about that, let us know as well. You know, yep. whatever. There you go. What you is that? 206-339-2730. You got it. Call us with the question of the episode or any good times. Or any, any, if you, if you have some good time, fun stuff. If you, if got, you have, if you the, got caught uh, by your mom doing a chick or if you're a chick doing a chick uh, or any kind uh, of yeah. sexual whatever we want to hear about, especially if it's chick on chick. But, Innuendos. Uh, that's how. Sexual endos. <laughs> awesome. So you got anything else? That's it. All right, man. So I guess for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya. I'll never